What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. Is that all the, oh, I don't care crap? A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the United States of a Movie Podcast. The movie podcast that drops every Monday to make Monday a fun day because we try to answer a question that is altogether pretty much impossible as we try to define each state in the United States by just one movie. I, of course, am Oli Petscrew. I love movies. I've hosted movie shows, but movies are my passion, much like one of my two amazing co-hosts. We've got Ryan Sunder. Welcome back, buddy. Oh, it's great to be here, man. I just ate a 96-pound steak, and boy, is my incest tired. <laughs> <laughs> boy, this was a week. This it was, was in- I thought, I, I for sure thought that, like, we talked about on our last episode that The Witches of Eastwick has still stuck with me, but now, after watching two of these movies, my brain is now scrambled. I could mm-hmm. not agree more. In fact, I was thrilled with our choices from this particular week because it got <laughs> weird, but we can't, we'll get into that once we introduce our other amazing co-host, a finder of random movies. He sits 24 hours a day in his own blockbuster video store. Will Hirsch, welcome back to the show, buddy. Thank you guys for having me back. I'm just sitting here unshaven, unshowered, because I wanted to honor the spirit of Wisconsin this yes. week. Because according to these movies, that's what Wisconsin is like. Just <laughs> grimy and filthy. Confident. You're being a real Dutch right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Um, so we have our list of, of, um, of states that we haven't done yet. Look at that. It's an official list. Uh, and chosen entirely at random. Uh, last week, we ended up on Wisconsin. Wisconsin ended up being... Wisconsin, what's wrong with you? What are you, yeah, you, you, Wisconsin? We we need to pull you aside, Wisconsin, and, and have a talk. Show us, it, it does show not us on the map well. where they touched you, Wisconsin. Because yeah. oh. um, it got weird. It got weird, but I have to be honest, I had a great time uh, this mm-hmm. week. Watching I'm ashamed some... to admit how much fun I had watching these movies. <laughs> <laughs> One of these movies, I was, I was so happy you guys picked because it's such a, it's such a, if you're like me and you, you're a fan of really obscure stuff and, uh, there's one movie you guys picked where I was like, oh my God, they're going to watch it. It was like having somebody like read your diary, like read your inner thoughts for the yeah. first time. This is like, it's like, oh, get this, really this way, you guys. This is another episode where I don't remember who picked what movie. I was like, did I, you pick that movie? I think that's <laughs> Will. So Will, why don't you tell us about that movie? You can take that one. Okay. Well, so the movie I'm talking about is the giant spider invasion, um, <laughs> which I, I'm a kid who grew up. My love of bad movies comes from mystery science theater um, that was a foundational show to like my sense of humor, 
um, to what I find funny. Uh, I watched it all the time as a kid. And this is one of my favorite episodes is when they did this movie. So the MST3K version, I think I've seen, like, I I can't even count countless times. I put like mystery science on when I'm like going to sleep. Um, So I've seen this so many times, but I have watched it without their commentary before. Um, What a vibe shift that is. But uh, (laughs) this is, (laughs) but I I was so happy you guys watched this. Had you Uh, seen the movie first and then saw the mystery science or? okay, No, this is one of those. I saw mystery science first. Like Manos, the Hands of Fate, saw the mystery science first, and then I was like, I gotta seek this movie out. So you're watching this movie, but you're still hearing their commentary. Like I can't; it's burned right. into my okay. head. Like I okay. can repeat all the jokes. Right. I, would, I won't. I'll spare you. Yeah. I mean, I was I was surprised I'd never heard of this movie. I used to host a show for Cinemax called EPAD on Max, which was basically the mystery science theater three thousand of Asian television <laughs> where I would just shred the movies that Cinemax was putting on every week which was so much fun uh, and it would sometimes be it was always creature features um, like this so The Giant Spider Invasion is a 1975 movie um, it's directed by Bill Rabane um, who interestingly and there's many many interesting facts about this movie um, but he ran for governor of Wisconsin in 1979 and 2002 uh, in fact, I think this movie of, was his campaign video yeah. this is uh, what he ran on <laughs> if you um, hate giant spiders vote for me it stars Steve Brody, um, Barbara Hale, Alan Hale Jr. I don't know if they're related. Really? Um, Leslie Parrish, Robert Easton. Um, and it tells the story of a giant spider invasion. Though I do remember, because we often have our text threads going uh, throughout the week, as we each take down the movie. Sometimes we're doing them at the same time. And I, I believe the first text I saw about this movie was from Ryan going, so far, no giant spiders, mostly a small spider invasion. Just regular yeah. size spiders, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For a good 35 minutes, I think. But For a very long time. Yeah. It, it does get big. Um, yeah. But what it, it lacks in spiders, it makes up for in everything else. Yeah, <laughs> in yeah. filth and incest, alcoholism, and just, uh, little yeah. bit. Um, put it, yeah, just um, hookers, um, uh-huh. just 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 all of it. it it's it really is. Yeah. It's all there. Um, it's it's a treasure, and we cannot wait to get into this movie. Yeah. But we've got two yeah. other ones. Um, so the one that I chose um, is equally strange. Um, way out there, troubling in so many ways, but also weirdly kind of good while at the same time being It's terrible. certainly not bad. I don't know if it was It's it's. Good, I but... said that I, it's the kind of movie that I expect Will to buy on the only, he'll, he'll find the only Blu-ray copy on the planet. <laughs> Immediately <laughs> think, on a watch list. Yeah. yeah, no, just if you buy this movie, they're just SWAT team kicks in the doors and just you, arrest you, went you right to your vid- He went to your video rental place and they already had it waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we know. Yeah. Here, here's your weirdo movie. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. The weirdo movie. The weirdo movie that I chose is called The Incubus from 1980. To. It's directed by John Ho or How, um, who directed, funny enough, uh, Orson Welles in Treasure Island. I directed a bunch of movies actually, but he also directed this 1986 movie called Biggles, which I watched. I used to have that on VHS, um, which is based off these books I used to read because Biggles was a World War One pilot. But of course, it's the 80s, so he goes through a time warp and ends up in 1986 because movies but i'm gonna find that movie um yeah. but sure. yeah, the, i chose the incubus because it had a, an interesting cover it sounded weird and i was kind of hoping for something along the lines of the wraith unfortunately it's something more along the lines of the rapes because yeah. it is well the incubus if you know what an incubus is is kind of like you know a malevolent force that attacks women 
and this movie spends a lot of time, a lot of time talking about sperm and how much there is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it got weird. This it movie opens. Uh, the the opening lines of this movie are "You bitch," followed yeah. by "Bitch." bitch. <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> yes, it does. It opens with a girl in a bikini by some sort of like a quarry that's now filled with water. And the guy comes over and he doesn't stand and block the sun. It really annoyed me that he didn't stand one Same. inch to the oh, left. That was so irritating. And block yeah. the sun. It would have been a great shot. But he goes in for a kiss. She turns him, She turns away. And so he calls her, you bitch. And that's mm-hmm. how the movie starts. And well, actually, the movie starts close up on an eye. Um, and we have some symmetry there. Um, but from that point on, it, it, it gets strange, but I was expecting to start roasting the movie and instead I was going, huh, that was yeah. a good shot. That looked good. Yeah. I was it's kind of fascinated good. to it. It, yeah. it, it. it was so adjacent to like so many other movies. Like, like I mentioned, uh, like a Texas Chainsaw Texas kind Chainsaw of thing. Like it, it had all of those, that feels It had that like. In um, the Mouth of Madness vibe. Yeah. That kind of weird. Uh, yeah. What's, what's that horror genre? Like the metaphysical genre, the horror like the with the cosmos and whatnot metaphysical yeah horror. the oh, cosmic horror yes yes stuff. yes thank you yeah. i had that kind of like ooh, because you, you don't see what happens but man what a fucking twisty movie this is it twisted. Was yeah weird. yeah and especially you're just like huh and then you know yeah we'll ooh. get into that but we yeah. get a bit get a bit more incest as well uh that seems to be a theme um mm-hmm. in wisconsin yeah <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Every every one of these movies had at least a comment that made me go like, "What? Ew! No. Yeah. Why? Why are you saying that?" Um, yeah. But there was but, one, yeah. there's one more movie mm-hmm. that was brought to the table. I think it was a movie that both Ryan and I watched when we were younger. I remember watching it yeah. as a kid. It was kind of Love fun it. to revisit, but at the same time, interesting. Ryan, tell us about your choice. I picked uh, John Candy's. The Great Outdoors, which I somehow always mix up with Summer Rental, which is another absolute favorite of mine, um, with John That's Candy. It's so, so Dan- funny. Sorry, yeah. just real quick. My my roommate Ryan uh, did the Great same name. thing last night. Yeah. Um, it's funny because you guys are the same exact person, <laughs> and he also last night was like, "Oh, Summer Rental. Oh no, no, this is a Great Outdoors." It's the other so. one. It's but they're so similar, yeah. kind of. But uh, yeah, this movie's great. It's, Dan Aykroyd is just a the just the biggest scumbag. Um, and other people are in it too. Star- yeah. Starring Bart, Bart the Bear and his bear ass. Yeah, yes. Um, so you got The Great Outdoors from 1988, written by John Hughes, um, but directed by Howard Dutch, um, or Deutsch. I'm going with Dutch. Um, he directed Pretty in Pink. Uh, he directed a lot of movies, actually. Yeah. Grumpier Old Man. He did a lot of sequels. Uh, he directed The Replacements with Keanu Reeves, which my wife likes. Oh, I, mean, I like oh, the movie. I like um, that. Yeah. And he's directed a lot of television. Uh, since then as well so he's directed he worked with Don, John Hughes quite a bit it it's a movie that kind of like it's it feels like a John Hughes movie like mm-hmm. 30 40% of the time yeah there um, are hints of it like sprinkled throughout and you're like I, I was I thought had that exact same thought while I was watching this yeah it's it's not a John Hughes movie but it is a John Hughes movie uh yeah John Candy Dan Aykroyd uh, Annette Benning in her debut yeah I had no idea oh yeah this is her first ever film I'm like yeah. Man, she came out of the gates killing it. Um, is it Stephanie Farisee, uh as well as the other misses? And uh, Robert Robert Prosky. Uh, he's the guy that runs the place and he turns up like he's in Thief. He's in all kinds he's of He's in, he, I saw him and I was like, oh, that's the movie uh, 
screen guy from uh, Last Action yep. Hero. That's, that's the only exactly other thing I was, I was like, oh say. shit, and he looks exactly the same. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. got that. He's got that face. He's got an incredible like. Yeah, because he's did, he's in Thief, which what a great movie yeah, that is. Great. The Natural, um, broadcast news, great outdoors. Gremlins two, of course. Grandpa. Oh Gremlins, yeah, he's Gremlins the grandpa. 2. Right, right. Far and away, last action hero Hoffer Rudy. Yes, Father Kavanaugh from Rudy, Mrs. Doubtfire. Mm-hmm. Like this guy is a banger. He's got an incredible oh, yeah. career. Incredible. Yeah, career. What a great character actor. Yeah. Yeah, and that was but just his movies. He'll always be the the film screener from Last Action Hero to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly it. uh, him and uh, who's the, uh, Charles Dance, the villain of that. Oh movie. yeah, I just always see his character from Last Action Hero. Great villain with the eye with the eyeballs. With the oh, eyes. Yeah. We should yeah. talk about that movie. We should talk oh, about yes. that movie. It's a movie that I think was so far ahead of its time. Yeah, it was. And we can do that episode for both New York and California. So. <laughs> yeah. Sweet synergy. So let, I'll tell you what. Let's start with uh, let's start with the Great Outdoors, Ryan, because it was like. Um, yeah, well, actually, can, just your memory of the great. Outdoors. Yeah, you know, I I think I'm, this is probably another movie I watched that they screened on VHS at my summer camp. <laughs> and our, How and many again, movies our, did you see at summer camp? A lot, like any time it, it was it was up in uh, Pennsylvania, and any time it would rain, we couldn't really do like outdoor activities, so they would move us up the hill into we had like a movie theater, and they would just screen things like Ferris Bueller and uh, Escape from New York and this movie. And then I remember watching it like later on as I got a little bit older with my dad, and he loves this movie. And uh, it's still a classic to me. Like, I hold it pretty near and dear to my heart. I do feel like I remember it being a lot sillier. Yes. But it really isn't. Like, it's a little more serious at times than you would think. That, like, compared to maybe a summer rental, which is a little more slapsticky, or a, or a Who's Harry Crumb, you know? I love the way that your parents spent money to send you off to a summer camp, and it just ended up like, what do we do? I watched 700 movies. You know, get outside, yeah. enjoy the outside. Nah, 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 nah. I was definitely an, in, I was an indoor kid. For sure. <laughs> like if David Hyde Pierce came to my summer camp to make like some fucking weird satellite thing, I'd be yes. on board. <laughs> Absolutely. What about you, Will? I think this is like, have you ever watched The Great Outdoors? Have you been exposed to this? Because for me and Ryan, it was very much a chocolate. Have you ever been outdoors? Yeah. <laughs> oh, ew, no, no. There's there's bugs and stuff out there. And I know kids love bugs, yeah. but um, but no, uh, I, I've never seen this movie before. Um, I actually bought it on Blu-ray because sometimes I'll go through a kick where I'm like, hey, I don't have any of this person's movies. So for a while, I'm like, I need a lot of John Candy movies. So I bought like three or four on Blu-ray just to add them to my collection. So I just bought this one just like, ah, this seems like it's good. Um, and uh, yeah, so this is my first this is my first opportunity to watch it. And, uh, you know, it's uh, th- this is not a uh, me, myself and I read situation. You know, it's so it's not like that level of like, oh, uh, why does everyone think this is funny? Um, I thought it was cute. I thought it was fun. Um, I enjoy it. I definitely like that. I have it in my collection. I wouldn't say I laughed, though. Yeah. Maybe no, one or two parts. Funny, yeah. The, the yeah. bit where they go to the old man's birthday, who's, I don't know, 108 years old. That's insane. Yeah. Where they're, they, <laughs> there are bits of this that I like. There are like iconic scenes to me that I remember, like when he's eating the steak, when he's uh, mm-hmm. uh, water skiing, things See, like that. See, those are the two I was like, going to say. It's water, yeah, ste- yeah. water skiing um, and the uh, skating. But Sorry, like skating. Re- rewatching this, I'm like, I some I strangely resonated with Dan Aykroyd's character a bit more than I did with John Candy's character. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think when I first saw this, I was like the age of maybe that teenage boy and the thing that like that summer romance and things like that. And but watching it now as I'm older, I'm like, oh, Dan Aykroyd, what a dick <laughs> yeah it's great it was like funny the, the, the way you introduced to him like so he's he's interrupting their vacation 
He crashes their house, and the first thing he does is turn up and videotape his wife topless. You know, yeah. like, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> what a dick. And, what and again, doing? that's that's his sister. Yeah, that's oh, no. It's this, her, this was right? going to be my question: is as who is he related to? It's his Dan Aykroyd is his brother-in-law. No, no, no. So I think the two ladies uh, are sisters. And so that's the, what I think it is. Yeah. So, okay. so and really? that, because I had the same thing, because I'm never very specific about it. Yeah. I go, wait a minute. So I, I misremembered. I thought they were brothers when I was like, exactly. I thought as well, and it. it's not. It's so yeah. As far as I, I figure, I, I took about 20 minutes of context clues. Going, no, no. I think Annette Benning and and uh, Stephanie Farrisee are sisters, and they've the two men they've married don't. Don't vibe very well because they don't come across as sisters at all in this. So it's you know, it's like only no... sort of towards the end where the, there's a bit of competition, where the, ad, the arguing's going on, the blow it out your ass scene kind yeah, of. Thing. I <laughs> it, yeah, I guess. That's what I mean. There was this movie. That's what I mean by it being kind of like a forty percent um, John Hughes movie because. I was confused about that. And then there were subplots that are unnecessary. Like the summer romance subplot with, with the girl that, like, once you said young Heather Graham, that's all I could yeah, say. Yeah. Very, very spot on. But it, that, that was an irrelevant, it's irrelevant. As in he has, picks her up, has one date, has one date that doesn't go well, has a kiss at the end, and then he leaves. And it's like, and then you've got the, you've got the, for no real reason, you've got the, the talking but not talking, um, what are they called? Raccoons uh, that come yeah. up to, to yeah. take the trash. Real weird. And then you've also got the guy that gets struck by lightning, who talks about getting struck by lightning and gets struck by lightning. Irrelevant. It's pretty pivotal to the end. <laughs> yeah, but you're right. It's like all these throwaway like little vignettes that don't really uh, advance the plot at all. Um, yeah. When you got his creepy twin daughters, and which <laughs> are like freckled and redhead redheads for some odd reason it's just, they just like found the two creepiest kids they could they were good i did like the bit where um where like so john candy's that this is a bit i like as well john candy telling the story of the bear yeah it's great. and like how he shoots you know there's the bald-headed bear and here's that bit where he throws it and the fire goes up but it, it was the bit later where where dan Aykroyd sort of hears john candy being a good dad so he goes in to talk to his daughters about don't worry about the bear it's more yeah. likely that you know there'll be psycho oh out in the forest and stuff, and he's trying to come <laughs> yeah. and, then, yeah. and they just stay military away like military experiments or something. I was like, Jesus, <laughs> yeah. That cut though is because then the kids wake up in the morning and they're just like they're not asleep at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> good. it's, got, eyes open the whole it's night. got a bunch of like really well done like visual gags, but like you said, it's not like uproarious laugh out loud funny. But I remember it as being this like very iconic funny film when I was younger. So um, essentially what it does, we kind of touched on it, but it tells a story about John Candy and his family who go to this lake in Wisconsin from Chicago. And I'm using the terms Wisconsin because it's California. Um, and then uh, Dan Aykroyd and Annette Benning with their kids, they come and crash it. They're very, he's very much a sort of a mover and shaker. Um, he does investments. He's got the expensive watch. They're eating lobster tails the first night. He drives a Mercedes and he's, he's kind of like, he's always messing with and talking down to John Candy, who's just there to sort of relive the sort of things he used to do with his dad. But um, as the plot continues, it, it basically comes down to the fact that Dan Aykroyd is actually bankrupt and um, he's trying to swindle John Candy out of some money, eh, basically. Yeah. It's, but it's, yeah. it's just more about the hijinks that they sort of get into. I think the best scene that is being is the sort of the jet boat or the 
There's a yeah. boat with far too much horsepower like out on that lake, but it's where there's this the water skiing scene. Very Incredible. impressive stunts. I have to be honest. The the other scene, Will, you mentioned this on another episode, is the because uh, we were talking about that the Tom uh Tom fucking sorry, the uh Tom the Oh my god. From Tommy Boy. Chris the Chris Farley movie, um <laughs> the other the Chris Farley movie. Yeah. Black Sheep, where they're in the cabin mm. with the oh, bat. Yes. This has that same like bat type scene, which is fantastic. <laughs> bat scene. Yeah. Okay. That was funny. It took me a while to get there. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the bat scene. That was yeah. I love the way that, that they're dressed up and stuff like that. The oh yeah. Yeah. It's good. I, I was missing more stuff like that in the movie. I was kind of yeah. like, why why is there not more of this? I thought there was. Like I, I definitely yeah. misremembered. I thought I like I said, I thought it was a little more slapsticky, a little more comedy forward, but it's kind of neutered a little bit. Yeah. And you know, it's funny this movie and then we'll get to incubus later. I think both kind of suffer from a similar issue, which is too much. I feel like there's too much, (laughs) way too much burn. Um, which is like, I I feel like there's 10 or 15 minutes that have been cut out. And like these movies are like too short. They're both Mm -hmm. like 90 minutes, Yeah, but like in like great outdoors is exactly like 90 minutes, but like watching it, I'm like, I feel like we're missing some stuff. They cut like, 15 minutes out and replaced it with uh, talking raccoons. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's, uh, I know exact, see, that's exactly what I was about to say, is it? it's both. It feels like a movie that's inserted scenes to make sure it's long enough, and at the same time feels like yeah. a movie where you've cut stuff out. I think the proof in the pudding, mm-hmm. Will, being the credits are some musical number that was never in the movie. Why, yeah. And, yeah. and from the timeline of the movie, they've already left this place. So where was right. this moment supposed to be happening in the movie and why? And you've got Dan Aykroyd dancing with, uh, you know, um, John Candy's missus and it's got this whole thing. So I'm with you. I'm like, there's a whole plot that's been cut out here that doesn't seem to make any sense. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like it, it might have been trimmed out because maybe jokes weren't working or something. But those jokes also contained like, who is everybody related to? <laughs> like things like that. And like, you know, it, does the lightning guy come back? Like in any meaningful way. So I just feel like there was stuff that was like, maybe they're like, ah, this isn't like funny enough. So let's cut it. But then accidentally some story got cut out and they're like, well, we can't put it back in. What if raccoons talked? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that. And they, were, It's I mean, in I, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did, I, I do like the, the raccoon bits and it's like, you know, the, yeah. They've written some funny stuff. And, it's you know, it's made from lips and assholes. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're <laughs> talking about the hot dogs. You know what hot dogs are made out of? Lips and assholes. <laughs> I still think about that. And I love hot dogs. Who? Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a movie that I enjoyed. And I, but I, similar to Will, I think, I had that same feeling of, when's it going to bring the yucks? I mean, there are bits that, like I said, I love the steak part. That's one that is burnt into my memory. Um, as a kid, you ain't done. Like, yeah, <laughs> ain't done yet. It's the gristle. It's, the, it's one of my favorite parts. I think it's a gift that I'm going to start using. Is that yeah, moment of like John away. Candy like grabbing <laughs> when he's terrified of the gristle? It's like, and then he comes out wearing the shirt, and he looks so bad. Like you know, I love somehow, starts, well, I always remember that where he's like sharpening the knife and fork. Yeah. you know, like and he starts delicately <laughs> eating it. Kind of thing. Yeah, the daintiest little bites possible. Yeah. <laughs> But I he's still he's still like such a, a comedic powerhouse that he like can carry this whole thing like, exactly. But there's also you know something super sweet and endearing about him like as a dad and as a husband. Like I, I think yeah. he can 
play He's all of those candy. roles so well. Yeah. You want him to be Uncle Buck. You want him to be yeah. the yeah. guy from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. You want him to just be the guy that he always is in these movies where you're like, he's yeah. got this this heart. He's got this, you know, just that he brings to it. Sort of like there's something behind him when he's looking he's, at his kids and he's deciding he's got a, to be. He's, he's got a black belt and a keto and the boots to match. <laughs> Wasn't there a joke in there about like right at the beginning about Dan Aykroyd talking about, oh, you're going to give yourself a coronary. You're going to, you know, it's like. Yeah. Whole, and I was like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what happens in a few years. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, oh, shit, man. But, uh, but outside of that, <laughs> yeah. Other than other than death of an actor, way to bring it down. Um, <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, John Candy just has that quality um, where he can really sell you on kind of like any stupid or comedic idea. Um, if there's a sketch, I like to point out because I don't think the sketch is like necessarily that funny. But John Candy, being who he is, makes the whole thing work. Which is a, uh, it's an old SCTV sketch um, where he's a food repairman. And it's people are calling in being like, yeah, you know, it's like some of, some of my pie has been eaten. He's like, all right, well, let me tell you what you want to do. And he like goes into it like he's like mechanic. And it's like, it's not really funny, but just his line delivery and the way yeah. he's performing it, you like, you just end up watching the whole thing. Yeah. It's like, like, man, it's that's like the his, magic of that guy. His cameo in, um, in Home Alone, where he mm-hmm. was only there for mm-hmm. one day and 95% of everything he says is just him improvising. Yeah. And yeah. It's like, you know. It just steals the movie. In another, mm-hmm. another great one. Will, if you're buying those DVDs, maybe if you've seen Armed and Dangerous, it's with him uh, and Eugene Levy. Eugene Levy. I have that's a, but that's I grew up on that movie. Oh, so good. Uh, it's Meg Ryan. That. Meg yeah. Ryan as well. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, it's yeah. one of those classic sort of '80s. It's like Dragnet. It's yeah, like they're it's, like two security the, guards, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so like he was. I think he was a cop, and then they all go to sort of like a, yeah, they're. They become um, security guards for like a uh, armored car, and it's like mm. it's, they go through like three hours of training. You go, it's like police academy, but not. Yeah. Um, you know, it definitely <laughs> involves. It's one of those movies that finds a way to always end up in one of those like like um, coin operated sort of like peep shows sort of thing. Yeah, no, I was like, don't they cross dress? Yes, in that, right? yes, they yeah. do. It's fantastic. It's, it's. I was just watching that the other day. Actually. It's really good. Yeah. Him and I'll Eugene, they, like, like, because they were so famously together on SCTV, and just to see them yeah. together, it's, it's comic gold. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, they were they were a perfect duo, much like David Spade and Chris Farley. They're great. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll check that out then. Yeah, yeah, you'll like that one. I yeah. mean, it's just it's it is one of the it's just one of those movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I did like uh, it's the bit I was I was talking with my um, I was having lunch with my wife's family, and I was mentioning oh, I was doing Wisconsin, and I mentioned um, the great outdoors, and one of my brothers-in-law was just immediately like. Oh. Just starts laughing and goes, man, that bear ass bear still cracks me up. <laughs> that, that bear's got a fucking donker on it. <laughs> it's so yeah. hilarious. Yeah. That, I, that I audibly laughed out loud when it's running out the thing. Yeah, with the, the most yeah. perfect shotgun blast to its ass. And yeah. it's just, it's, I don't know. Well, first of all, credit to Bart the Bear. Incredible work all around. Yeah. If you ever get to see the movie The Bear or the um, the one with the Baldwin and the and Anthony Hopkins, The, uh, the Edge. Yeah. Is that the same bear? I don't know. I think, all, <laughs> I think they're all just called Bart the Bear. I don't know. Who can, who I tell you, because it was, there was some stuff that I was like, going, you know, there's the bit where he goes with his son to see the bears, and there's two bears sitting on his car, and as he backs out, I go, that's John Three Candy bears. Yeah. With real yeah. bears. And, yeah. it's like, and, and later on, that's John Candy. Nuts. 
Yeah, kind of oh, no other that, way to film that other than like, all right, we're going to put bears on this car. It, I, you know. I don't know if this is a thing, Wisconsin, but there's just like what they consider like a bear dump where it's just trash that bears then come out to which you can drive to and watch the bears. Is that yeah, a thing? It says don't feed the bears, but it's like, no, but you can throw trash into our beautiful right. – Beautiful national park area and allow these bears to and, like, yeah, and it is, it's full of trash. He's throwing like Zagnut bars bags. at it. Yeah. yeah. Just hucked bags out of their car and while driving just, past. He puts one on the hood of the car and then he's upset that the bear gets on the car. What did you think was going to happen there? But then you've got that shot with the bear claws going through oh the windscreen. God. Again, you're like, or, and or there's the on, child actor as well. I'm like, yeah. What the fuck well, is happening? This was the 80s child endangerment. <laughs> right. But even yeah. later when the bear is like jumping, um, yeah. it bursts through the door and it's like jumping on him. And then they have this bald cap like on the bear. How do you apply that? Like, That's what I was wondering is I was like, is this just a really good like Jim Henson puppet or is this I, like a, I, no, that was a bear? It looked, yeah, it's, I didn't even think of that. The whole time I'm like, that's a real ass motherfucking bear. <laughs> yeah, there's kind of the entire time. There was a lot of things, you know, like this, the skiing stunts. There was a lot of things in this movie where I'm like, yeah, this is 88. There's not another way to do this than no. to actually do it. So they just got wow, like a professional okay. water skier in like a body suit, like a fat suit and just. But he the was stuff incredible. that he's doing is so good, yeah. That water yeah. skier played the I don't know how to water ski. Like, his physical acting was yeah. impeccable. When he loses one ski and he's going yeah. up the jumps, like, it was very... And that, the boat is so ridiculous. This jet <laughs> boat. This jet boat. <laughs> yeah. So fucking funny. He's like, you've got it in neutral, and he just drives up in the thing, you see it scratches. Great. Great. <laughs> but it's the bit... I do like the whole, like... Because this is also also true is that when you you've got the guy water skiing, and and again you you know sometimes we as we like we've made movies and we've done stuff is that we think about how are they doing that, and you realize they've got the camera mounted on the boat so you've got the shot it is um, it is uh, Dan Aykroyd driving it you've got Annette Bening the actors are all obviously yeah, they're in the- they did other shots from a boat from the side mm-hmm. where they pan from the guy and then you realize okay so you've got. Dan Aykroyd operating this high-powered boat on a... It's like all of these sort of things like insurance and... and yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. That's all I thought about is I'm just like, how, Again, how it did was anyone the 80s. this? Did yeah. not matter. It's, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Is, this, is this pre or post Twilight Zone movie? This is, again, this, is a, this is always the question. <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah, when maybe, was the Twilight Zone movie? This is pre-Twilight Zone movie. Then, okay, I understand everyone being like, what's Twilight Zone movie? Yeah. 83, guys. Oh, Wow. Wow, man. So, yeah, I would have had it the other way around. Right. Well, I go, this must be <laughs> that, the Twilight Zone. That movie. explains the incubus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a real incubus for that movie. Oh um, God. <laughs> but, but yeah, there was, that's the thing is that there's, there are like, it's, it's clearly like a lot of it shot on location. I mean, of course, once you get inside the house. But there was a lot of sort of on-location stuff. They do use the location well. You know, they're wandering around town. They're going to the burger place. You've got them meeting on the dock. you got the idea. That there's another gag that I did laugh about is when it's kind of like a long shot. They've got everyone up to go fishing. And he's like, what are these? Are these worms? No, they're leeches. And then it's like, all right, okay, everybody. One, two, three. And they'll go, ooh. But then it cuts to... They've all fallen asleep in the rain and they're all covered with leeches. Just it's just that God. one. They all wake up going, ah, ah, ah. And I was like, okay, I like that bit. That bit. I love, I mean, we've gone on record on this podcast. We love a good leech bit. We do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stand by me. <laughs> this one. Um, Stand by that's me. That's all I got. 
Yeah, yeah just, sure. just the, all right. So just those two. Just those two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. send it. Send us suggestions for more Leech movies. Yeah. That's, uh, that's what we do. Um, but like, I mean, the cabin. Yeah, the cabin uh, itself, which I think most people, you know, will recognize from the TV show. Everybody say it with me. Season one of Star Trek: Picard. Oh, I, I thought everyone's going to say it with me. <laughs> I thought you were going to um, go with Harry and the Hendersons, the TV show. No, that would be awesome though. But uh, yeah, it's. I remember reading somewhere like this is where they shot the great outdoors for an episode of Picard where they go really? to the cabin. Yeah. Oh. And so this entire movie, I was like, where did, where did Riker and Troy sleep? Where are they? <laughs> that was with Riker's house. Oh, dig. I dig it. I like how this. Many, how many cool. bare ass bears are in that show? It's <laughs> just Riker. <laughs> <laughs> did you know, I, something else randomly that I, I saw while I was reading about this movie is that Dan Aykroyd and John Candy play these roles in another John Hughes movie, which I think stars Kevin Bacon. And it's like, um, yeah, it's a, uh, she's having River. a baby. Oh. So they appear, it's a, that's a John Hughes movie. It's written by John Hughes, directed by John Hughes. Never actually seen that movie. Kevin Bacon, Elizabeth McGovern, newlywed couple, try to cope with married life and their parents' expectations. But they have Dan Aykroyd, John Candy, and they have um, Ferris Bueller as Ferris turn up and they all have opinions on the kids' names. So it sort of turns up hmm. in a kind of credit sequence that kind of connects all of these John Hughes movies uh, into, well, not only Chicago, because we know, but yeah. the fact that all these people actually know each other. So it's kind of like the John Hughesiverse. The Hughesiverse, yeah. Yeah, get Kevin connected. Bacon is playing the character he played in Trains, Plays, and Automobiles in the very beginning of the movie when he's taking the cab away from uh, Steve Martin. <laughs> and so this, uh, she's like, having, I got a baby to get to. She's having a baby came out in 1988 as well and i feel weirdly i think came out before yeah it came out in february um <laughs> whereas this one came out in the summer so these guys turned up as their characters in another movie before this movie hmm. weirdly enough which is just it's before the mcu it was like he, he turns up post credit scene says we're putting a team together um, it's the, the, the John Hughes protocol. <laughs> and like, oh, I think, yep, yeah, Ryan just had an orgasm. <laughs> you should see well, all this. <laughs> it's like an incubus was here. Uh, <laughs> Traveling amounts of space. <laughs> an incredible amount. <laughs> um, I would like to see, like, if someone could tie it together, I'm sure there already exists a YouTube video of like all of the John Hughes characters in the, in the Hughesiverse kind of how they link up and six degrees of Kevin Bacon. That's probably a thing, right? Well, he, that's uh, a good no, idea. Copyright it now. You get yeah, it. Yeah. That's an idea that I think, yeah, you should do that. That's, that's a great idea, Ryan. What an original idea. I mean, well, then. Mm -hmm. those are the only I mean, kind I, guess, I have. <laughs> I guess, uh, see, so if they're all connected. I mean, in that case, Dan Aykroyd really should have been playing Abe Froman, the sausage king of Chicago. Ooh. Oh, that would have been great. That yeah. would have been the best thing to do. Yeah. And then you get the guys from um, Weird Science as well. Ooh. You got yeah. Bill, Bill Paxton. It means we can put Paxton in the movie. Yes, Chet. I think they were going to do, like, history. I think John Hughes was going to do, like, an Avengers-style endgame film, but he died. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well. No, I'm the one bringing it down. <laughs> yeah. So probably that ending that, that gets set up, like, beginning when they talk about, oh, your kids were in the mine area and the kids, dumbest kids in the world, going into a mine Gosh, in, a, yeah. in a rainstorm. You idiots. Um, but apparently uh, it was actually going to come during a daring rescue of his girls who were caught a giant fish and it towed them around the lake. 
Uh, and a big, big mechanical fish was built for the film, but they couldn't make it work. Very Jaws-like. Mm. Um, and so they, re- they rewrote the script to have, as they say, the legendary bald-headed bear. Mm. Which I think that's the thing that most people remember is that, you know, the bit where... And I do like, you know, so they set up, oh, the shotgun, you know, that's the lamp that gets used. And yeah. I like the bit, the guy comes in, but he's still plugging in the lamp. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was so weird. I was like, okay. God. <laughs> I just still, it's burned into my brain that that the ass of that bear is it runs out of fucking <laughs> It's so hilarious. Yeah. It's How like did they shave that bear? All combined. Yeah. <laughs> if Leonardo DiCaprio had only shot the hair off a bear's ass, it would have saved him in that whole movie. Oh, oh my God. God. Man. Yeah, the Revenant, man. That's what it reminds me of. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's it's... The pieces are there. It's assembled well. It works as a movie, but yeah. you feel like there was a there was a bigger movie there. You feel like mm-hmm. there was potentially a you know because we when we talked about like Ferris Bueller, we talk about those when they turn up as those perfect movies. And I think you know this is one of those movies that I think both Ryan and I remember watching it with our parents. You know, I remember mm-hmm. so often these movies as well. The ones that I recorded off TV that I remember the trailers that were playing on BBC or ITV that, to let you know that a movie's coming. So they would cut their own sort of trailers that would feature shots. And so I remember the shots of, like, the water skiing over over the camera. And the jump. Yeah, yeah, and the jump, the jump yeah. shot and stuff. Like that. They're just in my memory. And, like, mm-hmm. the, the bear standing up and, and roaring and things like that are just these things that I just remember because I'd seen yeah. in the trailer over and over and over again. Because I'm watching other VHS movies, and when I haven't removed the commercials, you're seeing these trailers turn up in yeah. commercials and stuff. Because you're too lazy I, to get up and fast forward with your finger. Because we don't oh have yeah, control. oh yeah, that's <laughs> insane. I don't yeah. even get up and put a DVD in my thing anymore. I just I'm like, eh, I'll just, <laughs> you just I'll throw just, it. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I remember like I, I was going into this remembering it as being like a perfect movie, but after rewatching it, I'm like, it's it's just the okay outdoors. it's it's the fine outdoors (laughs) it did like okay i mean like it made money it made 40 million bucks off a 20 20 million 20 million dollar sort of outlet so like it doubled its money um and i remember like i think on rotten tomatoes on the tomatometer as has been decided by the internet as how it's we pronounce because i Mm -hmm. i did a video and everyone agrees that Tomatometer is by far the best way to talk about the Tomatometer. Um, but it was like, it had about 40% from, from, um, from critics, but the, the audience review was actually pretty good. It was like 75, 80%. People were like, no, we like this movie. Leave this movie alone. We know it's not perfect, but we yeah. like it. It's a boo. But I think you can enjoy this movie at any age too. Like, like, like I was saying, I watched when I watched this. I was the probably the age of the teenage boy in it, and then I, I'm sure I watched it again much later and. I still appreciate how good and fun and sweet and wholesome this movie is. But yeah, it definitely has its flaws. It's far from well, perfect. But See, I same thing because I say I reckon I'm like you, Ryan. So for me, I really enjoyed the little when I was a kid because I remember it being more of a plot of because the girl was cute. The romance. Yeah. Yeah. And so I remember it's that not. being more of a movie. And when I watch it, it's they just kind of like, here's a scene, here's a scene, here's a scene yeah. at the end. It's like, yeah. it's irrelevant. I'm and like, they make like in, yeah. in those scenes, they make such a huge deal out of it because she's like, She's like, I, I've well, it's like my relationships have only lasted like a couple of months because, you know, she lives in this fucking stink town that she wants to get out of. And it's always like young teenage boys coming into this town to flirt with her. And 
that's exactly what happens. Like, it's yep. fucking ridiculous. And then, and then, why would this be leave. any different? Yeah. And then, I know. Yeah. And then she's like, you know, I just want you to remember me, you know, and oh, okay. I like, I said, yeah. I don't remember it going down like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's kind of like a, it's like another movie invades this movie. Yeah. Much like exactly. a giant spider. Um, <laughs> like for just a moment, it like becomes something. To, and I was enjoying it. I was like, Oh, I kind of yeah. like this team. It easily could be. It easily could be. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like it's, it's so yeah, and it's like kind of like we were saying. So heavily panned by critics, failed to make a failed to make a profit. But I just told you, it did. oh, it's because it was the home video market. Yeah. So it made its mm. money later. Mm-hmm. Uh, picked up a huge following in the home video market, and it's since become a very popular summer vacation movie. So it's kind of one of those ones that yeah, okay, didn't necessarily pop, but it's because it's maybe it's just like the comfort movie of it all. It's like yeah, it doesn't yeah, offend anybody. It doesn't. Right. You can watch it with anybody. You can throw yeah. it on. It's like it's not three hours long. It'll keep the kids quiet. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry like about a pair of tits turning up in it or something like that. It's just. You know, mm-hmm. you got Just some bare, side boob. That's bare butt, balls, and back. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's still crazy to me that that's a Annette Benning's debut. Yeah. I I would have put any money on that not being true. And I was reading, like when where they fit, like the small town that they filmed this in in California, like. Like John Candy was such an infectious personality and like everyone in town loved him. He was such a sweet and uh, like great loving guy. And I think Dan Aykroyd as well. But everyone said Annette Benning was d- difficult. Like she was maybe mean to people. I don't know how true that is. Maybe she was just in character. In character. Yeah. yeah. She was a bit of a bitch in the movie. Yeah. You know. I mean, she's she's turning in like a real performance in this. She's not like yes, she is. she's not phoning it in at all. She's like bringing her full American beauty yeah. performance. Well, that's kind of what I mean. Is that that's what surprised me is because, like I said, straight off the bat, she's just hitting fire. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Even in just this movie, you know, I, I say just this movie, but it's you know, it's not an Oscar-winning movie or anything like mm-hmm. this. But she plays that role. It's like, no, the know, it's yeah. no the yeah. first wives' club. Let's be clear, yeah. it's not the first wives' club. <laughs> that is a great. Um, so this interesting. So like uh, little bits of Wisconsin. So like I was saying, it's actually shot in um, Bass Lake uh, in California. But um, you see people drinking a lot of Point beer. So Point is an actual beer made in Stevens Point in central Wisconsin, very popular throughout central and northern Wisconsin where the movie takes place. Um, and you can also see signs for it and stuff like that in the restaurant. So they do actually kind of just lean into the little bit of Wisconsin. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. like, the, the lake has the most ridiculous name, doesn't it? Oh, I cannot remember. Potawata Ding Yeah, it was like, it's, yes, Lake <laughs> Cancel. Potawata Minimac. Potawata Minimac. Lake Potawata yeah. Minimac. Is that a real place? I'm going to look that up right now. Is that a real word? Is that, the, is, that the, something, is that something a white person is like, yeah, this sounds like something. It's the yeah. same it's lake in town lake from, with. It's the same yeah. lake in town from What About Bob? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It Which, is? No, it's not. <laughs> question mark? No, Lake Potawata Minimac doesn't exist. Uh, well. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I just, remember the, I just remember the <laughs> town from What About Bob had a, an unrememberable name mm-hmm. that we could never pronounce. Right? It was originally called Big Country, but they changed it because they didn't want... It's, you know when you read about this sort of shit and you're like going, okay, but they were like, well, 1988 also had the release of Big, so we don't want people to confuse yeah. it. Right. It's just like, how do you... <laughs> okay. And earlier that, <laughs> earlier that year, they had a movie called Big... So they couldn't go big country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just, it was I thought similar. that's where you were going with that. <laughs> uh, we'll the, that. Restaurant, we'll that the restaurant, they, uh, they burnt, it burnt down. Um, right. So where they do the old 96, that, that restaurant burnt down from a gas fire very soon after the movie was done. 
So if you go there now, they've rebuilt it and it's got a lot of memorabilia yeah. uh, that you can enjoy. Like Chevy what? Chase. Like what would they have from this movie? <laughs> I just—it's just steak. A bear? <laughs> like it's, it's sort of like there's that that bar from the movie Midnight Run, where if you go to that bar in real life, all it is is just got posters from Midnight Run, and yeah. they're like, "Oh, this is memorabilia." It's like <laughs> they still yeah, have the shot cor- here for a day. Like they have the corpse know? of the of the old dead man there. Like what yeah, other, what the, the lightning <laughs> right. guy? Like he's still around and just you can still about. kiss the corpse, kids. Yeah. Like, oh, all right, well. <laughs> we used to go to this uh this steakhouse when I was when I was younger called Chuck's. It was in uh, Connecticut. And um they had when you'd first walk in, they had this like uh scarecrow who is Chuck. And I remember when I was younger, I was absolutely fucking terrified of this thing. We used to go there pretty often, and I dreaded it knowing that when you first walk in, there's that motherfucker sitting in a chair. It was like made of straw. He looked like um the count from Sesame Street. Like it was just this terrifying thing. And I oh, I just hated it. Just so to be much. clear, so like the yeah. count from Sesame Street is terrifying to you. <laughs> that's just what he looked. That's, that's just well, how I remember it. Yeah. That's why we don't say numbers around Ryan. The moment yeah. like, he's like, oh, no, God. No, that's why I can't watch no. Severance. The numbers are too scary. <laughs> um I didn't see this, but there is a post-credit scene with the raccoons. I did not yeah. stick around for the post-credit oh, really? scene. You get the I name of the either. bear. That's Jody. what I found out. The name of the bear is Jody. Yeah. Um, oh, and she's well. now bald on both ends. Um, yeah. But I hear that became more popular in the 90s. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey-o>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, here you go. And actually, there you go. This, this hits in with what you were saying, Will. But um, it's one of those instances that the original trailer includes scenes that didn't make it into the movie. Oh, so, see, well, there we go. I, to, I guess find the trailer and maybe we can get some clues as yeah. to what's been cut out of this. Well, movie you bought the it, you bought the DVD or the Blu-ray. Maybe there's maybe it's ooh, got the deleted yeah, scenes could, on it. That's could right. Be. I I didn't check, but I'll you know I'll check later today. I love it. It's like yeah. all updated. The it's raccoons do the commentary tracks. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, like, you've had great. this thing on Blu-ray for like what, like ten years or something. <laughs> it's like finally got a like six months. I don't know. I do I do have a bunch of movies though that I have not. That I bought on Blu-ray. Have Prisoners being one of them. I bought it three years ago on Blu-ray. It's on my shelf right now. Uh, don't watch it, it because what's the? Hang on, I'm going to do a little quick. Like, <laughs> where's Prisoners set? That I haven't watched Upgrade. I asked you guys if I should like buy Upgrade, and you guys. Yeah, said, so I have that here. Yeah, oh, that yeah. is as far as yet. like surprising out of like nowhere action movies. Like that, that movie's the shit. Banger. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Upgrade and the Guest are my two doubles. My double feature. Oh, the Guest is so good. I do love the Guest. Okay, shit. Did we do Pennsylvania already? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we did. Prisoners. Yeah. I couldn't tell you what movies we did, but we, had, we did Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the state where you spent so much time watching movies indoors and not going outside. So at a summer camp, right? Would you just? Yeah, didn't we? That's do right. Oh, so then it would have been your great white American summer or whatever, right? No, have we done Pennsylvania? I'm not sure. I swear to God, this is. I think I, we have. I'm not sure. Wait, oh, yes. witness. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's oh, we did Jack Reacher and all that. Ah, stuff. yes. Yeah. All right. Okay. There's loads of good movies that we actually have to get back to uh, in Pennsylvania. So one of them is going to be Prisoners, but you should watch that movie because it is amazing. Yeah. Um. All right. Anything else about so this intro? Like the Great Outdoors is a kind of like we said. It's it's okay. It's like it's um, still a classic though. It's yeah. still up there. Like you're it's you're like, not going to be mad watching it. If any, no, you'll just no. you'll just enjoy 
being like watching just John Candy and Dan Aykroyd it's, do their and thing. If you, it's a if burger you, and a beer with some fries. You're exactly. sitting in a yeah. restaurant, but it's not the best burger you've ever had. You know, it could, you could have been sitting yeah. somewhere with a better view, but it's, it's like, not a yeah. 96 ounce burger. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's like it's got all the good bits, but it's got the gristle, too. Yeah, there you go. Yes. Oh, there, there. Ryan. Boom. There you go. <laughs> it does. You do have to yeah. get through the gristle. Um, all right. Now, watch this, everybody. Here's our fantastic graphic your graphics for a perfect metaphor coming on screen right now. <laughs> All this music, we spent all this money. Ooh, look at that. Perfect metaphor. Quick, hire someone from Bangladesh for five dollars to do <laughs> something. Can I get the thumbs up thing to go? Uh, uh, hey. hey, there it is. We got Why it. Did you do that? <laughs> there we go. Just hold my thumbs up. Man, the audio listeners, you guys are being cheated out. You just missed all these incredible graphics. Do that again. Up. Run. Do a thumbs up. What the? Hey, there we go. <laughs> I want to update your Zoom, baby. What else do you do if you flip me off? You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh no! That's now, it. now. Wow, audio listeners, man, the thing that just popped up on Wait, screen when you did, did that—it was oh, it's horrific. <laughs> oh, what the hell? Oh, well, oh wow. I don't know why that does it. Nobody if say anything. Hand. Nobody say what's on screen so that the audio listeners have to watch the YouTube. It. It this one. <laughs> this is incredible. It's uh yeah, now it's doing a giant eggplant. Wow. Oh my god. This is Shrek's on screen right now? Man, if you're not watching the video. Oh, that is so weird. Okay, oh my god, the world is crazy. Um all right, look, we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on to the great outdoors. Um and we're gonna move on from Gris okay, To the greater outdoors. We're gonna, let's let's talk about the incubus. Let's get oh, into boy. the incubus. All right, here we go. All right, so just FYI. To everybody watching or listening, slight trigger warning. This movie is about a lot of sexual assault. A lot. It is a horror movie. It is. It, it leans into the whole thing of what an incubus is. But kind of like we were saying, this movie isn't the Wraith. It's mm-hmm. actually a bit more like, okay. It's like it's, it is what it is. It's, it's made how it's made, but it's, it's well made. People are trying, like the guy, John Cassavetes is, mm-hmm. he's quite compelling. I mean, he does do some weird staring. Um, he does yes. do some weird, like, touching of people's faces a lot. He yep. was just touching that guy Tim's face a lot. And then, like, the... A lot of things slapping. Yes, yeah, the girl in hospital as well. Like, she's just been attacked. Yeah. And he sort of grabs her by her face. <laughs> she's like, yeah. hey, tough guy. How you he doing? He keeps referring to her as tough guy. Hey, tough <laughs> yeah. guy. <laughs> Um, and I just want to say that this man is a terrible doctor. Possibly <laughs> the worst. Yeah. His bedside manner is troubling. Yeah. Well, I guess he's the only doctor in this small yeah. town. So they, here's a line. That, they've been there for a year, right? They, they were living yeah. in this town for a year. Yeah. It's uh, and it's him and his maybe daughter. It, it reminded me of an episode of a show that I used to love watching with Dick Van Dyke called Diagnosis Murder. Yeah. So like he was. A, oh, he, is it him and his son were? Where is this? He's like, a doctor, but like him and his fellow doctors, then people turn up at the hospital with problems that they've been hurt by, and then they'll go out and just investigate the crimes. <laughs> and it was brilliant I watched what a it. great title my yeah, diagnose, diagnosis diagnosis murder murder great. <laughs> it sounds like it's something like Edgar Wright would have come up with for like yeah this leak or, or didn't or, they didn't they have like something on Netflix which was like it was it was the same sort of concept it was a bunch of doctors that also were international sort of medical like, pol- medical police medical police yes. there you go but yeah <laughs> diagnosis murder this is what this felt like because because it was like this sort of like the doctor is just going around town 
trying to sort of solve this yeah. problem. Why it's is he at all the crime scenes? It's yeah. crazy. As is, as yeah. is Kerry Keane, um, who's playing Laura. Look, what a great name, by the way. Laura Kincaid. And uh, she's oh, also new to town. She works for the local newspaper and she's, <laughs> she's always got her Nikon. Uh, you know, you know it's Nikon because it says so mm-hmm. around her, around her sort of shoulder. And she's always at every crime scene immediately just walks in taking pictures. You yeah. always know when she's entered into a scene because yeah. the first thing you get is a flash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh, and then oh. like several people just like turn around and stare at her <laughs> and then she like lowers the camera like, oh, did I read this, that wrong? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> is this just an awkward time? But man, yeah. what a what a total babe. Yeah, she was stunning. Absolutely stunning. Absolutely. Like crazy. She, kind of, she reminded me of. Yeah, she reminded me of like Linda Carter. In, yeah. Uh, yes. Wonder Woman. Yes. She's very Linda very Carter. Striking big woman. 80s yeah. hair. Yeah. It's like you're amazed she can fit through doors at times. It's you. Mm-hmm. you yeah. Yeah. Like, like, that would have been a great. Scene. That's a great yeah. bit. Yeah. She pulls her camera out of her hair. Yeah. She was. She was. All of the characters in this movie are so fascinating and yet somehow completely uninteresting. Like, like, yeah, it is. yeah. So the doctor has got this eighteen-year-old daughter that, again, at the beginning Oof. of the movie, we spend about ten minutes trying to figure out if this is the eighteen-year-old that he's fucking because his wife died, or is that his daughter? Because they have a weird, weird relationship. It's a yeah, bit yeah. too close. She's she mothers him a bit like too much. I watched this with a yeah. friend of mine, and she she made a good point and. We were saying, like, uh, is it is it purposefully troubling or is it just that it was filmed way back then and it was like, all right. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, it was, I couldn't grasp. Yeah, if, like, hey, if was it intentional? If you were a parent in the 70s, let us know. Uh, do you just <laughs> leer at your daughter who just came out of the shower for like minutes at a time and then kiss her full on the mouth later? Was yeah. that a normal way to raise kids back in the 70s let us know let us know in the comments it's like yeah and it's sort of like just clearing my search history (laughs) (laughs) another thumbs up um like just yeah the sitting on the bed together the face touching she had hilariously hairy eyebrows yeah i was like that girl needs to be microbladed for And kind of but Gandalf we're, but we're, we're, we're glazing over. We're, we're skipping over. So the, the movie opens with the the couple at the um, yeah the guy in the bitch right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's her name is bitch. Yeah, so is she in the credits yeah. as bitch? No, she's in the credits as tough guy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know they're having this thing, and then I think does it cut back to Tim having these like sweltering nightmares? Yes. So there's this guy Tim. Yeah. He's he sort of has these nightmares. And it sort of flashes back and it, it's, it goes back to a time where someone is like almost on a rack. Um, it's a woman being, she's screaming, there's hooded people around. And then, you know. So it's pretty normal sort of, so far. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's sort of like, I guess, we don't know it at the time, but as the movie continues, is that he has these dreams and he sort of dreams about these people. And these people are the ones in this situation and they yeah. end up being yep. murdered, raped and murdered yep. um, in many cases. And it's like, with this first case, I love how it's like, so the guy, the guy that's just a dick comes back. She's been lured into a place, into this sort of like Cabin broken down almost, shack. Yeah. It's night. You're barely wearing any clothes and you go investigate the noise in the broken down shack. Come on. Like mm-hmm. rule yeah. number one. 
But I love how he was immediately just going to leave her. He comes out, he goes, are you here? You play? Are you messing with me? You bitch. Bitch. He's like, he's about to leave. <laughs> yeah. And then fortunately, he gets killed with a nail in his head. Because he gets Yeah, like, he gets nailed. Yeah. Yeah. He Which gets is pretty gra- like pretty graphic shot. Like you don't for I think there's maybe only like one super violent scene in this later mm-hmm. on, but like a lot of the things one. happen off uh yeah, but even like you don't really see anything right. happen. It's just like facial yeah. reactions, you know. A lot of the aftermath is what you see. No, it's it's the the shotgun guy in the cabin who fucking shoots his own foot off oh, oh that, that was that was rad shoveled yeah but like that like that's just like you really don't see a lot in this much like jaws a lot of it is you know implied um but yeah he gets to the fucking board with the nail in his head and then you know then you get the doctor investigating this crime they so call, she like, survives so that's yeah. the thing. she's the only person that survives and it kind of which is weird why does she survive mm-hmm. and all the other ones don't but it, and it's yeah. sort of like so sort of her, she's slightly catatonic. So part of the investigation is going through, but but this is the part where it just gets strange. So this is based off a book, by the way. But oh, you weren't kidding. No, it is genuinely. Oh, this is yeah, it's based off the Jungle by Upton Sinclair, right? This is, uh... <laughs> but it's like, is this of Little Women? They get into the investigation. <laughs> um, the doctor is investigating. So like I said, it's a small town and you've got this sheriff. So they're kind of overwhelmed. So you're getting all of these women start getting assaulted and murdered. And there can't be that many people in the town. And then you've got the, the yeah. newspaper. Kincaid is writing all about this. And people- but it's not it's it's not until it happens like a third time that they're like, oh, maybe we should. Uh, yeah, maybe. Let everyone knows something's going on here. Is this bad? Right. I think maybe. This uh, but is I love bad. it. He's he like. He finds out his daughter is dating this guy, Tim, um, and which, of course, he doesn't approve of. And he's, and he's like, I don't like people knowing. Of, I don't like he's like, I don't care about anyone in this town or I don't like knowing about people in this town. I'm like, dude, you're the fucking doctor of this town. You need to know. You're supposed thing. to know. Yeah, <laughs> right. He's such a, he's such a dick. Like and then he, get, he gets the phone call and it's literally like, oh, my God. And, and I, I I forget what he says to his daughter. And he's like, I got I got to go. Make sure you stay here. He kisses her like right on the mouth. Troublingly on the mouth. Yeah. To investigate the, the, the sexual assault and has maybe one of the greatest line deliveries I've ever heard in my life. And it's, uh, he, he goes, it was a dry, uh, Oh, a dry yeah. intercourse. It was a dry. Yeah. It was a dry intercourse. He doesn't his <laughs> oh, fist up. Fist up. oh no! Oof. And you're just going. Where is this going? Where is this going? Because he's saying is like. Because the first thing is like we're finding. We found absolutely no sperm, and yeah. and that is the first of a hundred instances of people yeah. saying the word sperm. It would have been better if it was semen. They said semen once. They said sperm a hundred okay. times. So many times. And so yeah. we ended up. So the first assault is again. Hold fist up dry intercourse yeah and we're like okay yeah. and this poor woman has you know i think there's ruptured uterus and everything so it's oh my god like how many guys were there and it's it gets strange but then as the yeah. attacks continue the next attack and it again because they can't stop talking about it is it they get into like there's the sheriff and the doctor and it's like there was uh there was a lot of sperm there's no no i mean there was an incredible <laughs> he, amount. He goes, no, seriously. Yeah. And no, they just really so, get into like, let's talk about how much there was. They, they have a, uh, like a, now they have like a special team come in because this keeps happening. And he, he's telling him about these assaults and he looks at him, he goes, sperm. He goes, an incredible amount. <laughs> just, yeah. just, 
just how, incredible. Like, like how much like, are you picturing yeah. right now? Hold on, times more. Than let that. me get my buckets. I was watching the movie going, "What the fuck are you?" This what? movie brought to you by Big Sperm. Yes. <laughs> and then I mean, we, I was, we get to I, the bit where he analyzes it, and he's like, "It looks like blood," and he looks, he's oh, it's another oh my yeah. god. It's red yeah. sperm. It's red sperm and it's aggressive and fast yeah. moving red sperm. And, you know, yeah. like, sure, sure. No one's going to believe me. I'm like, you're, you're probably fucking right in there. Yeah. I, and I was watching it this morning. Like I, I had to, like, I was getting ready to get breakfast and we, so it was like that scene. And I was like, you know what? I don't think I'm going to eat. Not yeah. only not eat no, for the rest no of the No cream day, in your coffee not, this morning. Yeah. Uh, probably. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just, uh. Yeah. So uh, the long and short of it is, I'm I'm not only am I not eating the rest of the day, I'm never going to eat again. So <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna lose a lot of weight. So look forward yeah, to then, that, guys. Oh man. Ugh. And then so it I keeps coming back like, every so, time. So now Tim, much is, like the sperm demon, yeah. Tim, Tim, Tim keeps is, coming. Tim is living with who I thought was like his his everyone very so elderly mother, Agatha, right? right. Um, who's who's his, the because they live in the town of Galen, right? Yes, and so and she's she, Agatha Galen, and, and she um, works in the uh, library and museum. Slash yeah, torture so room. Dungeon. Fucking weird. Yeah. So it's a library, but in the middle is a museum of torture. You know, so while you're sitting there reading your books, you're surrounded by all of this like hoodie. See, I, I wasn't sure if, it, if that was just like some specific exhibit because they had – the like the dolls set up in the cloaks like already like right but that's like tim's you know yeah his dream exactly but flashbacks kind of thing yeah and um, so just imagine you're going galen yeah it's 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 and it's never specified but depending on where you look on the internet it's galen wisconsin there's you know but like it could just be galen anywhere to be quite honest yeah and it's like it's it's sort of like they've they've got a lot of family history there because remember that bit later she opens up the Galen yeah. exhibit where there's all those cobwebs so no one ever goes where there. she goes to grab the incubus knife yeah <laughs> right that's just a knife like this with a dick as the blade yeah fucking great which is yeah. pretty rad yeah that's some mall ninja shit I love it yeah <laughs> get me one of those just my, like it's on my desk as my letter opener yeah. <laughs> but it was um. Yeah, it's 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 it just keeps so as the movie goes, it does. I know you said Jaws, but it does. It plays the Jaws card. Yeah, you really don't know who and has done it because you never yeah, plays see the like, Jaws theme too. Like the assaults, like you don't see really anyone. So, you, so well, I, I think when you first meet like the the father, the doctor, you're like, oh, it's definitely this guy, right? But as the movie progresses, mm-hmm. you're like, I don't think it is. I mean, he doesn't seem to have a lot of semen. <laughs> <laughs> But you think also like, oh shit, is Tim because he's having these dreams? Is it his elderly mm-hmm. grandmother? Right, or and it's good. like you it does know. it does play the like the Who Done It well, and you never get to see the monster because it's always done from POV, and it's right around like I said, it was the time when the scene that you talk about, Ryan, where it's that farmhouse, mm-hmm. you've got the the sister in a wheelchair, you've got the cute blonde sister who just of course has to get naked and get in the shower, so, so soapy, yeah, so, so soapy, <laughs> and then and then you've got the dad. And the so, dad yeah, who's but, also the coroner, like he's the oh, he's shit, his man. medical investigator. Oh my god! Yeah, he he has a throw. Uh, there's a throwaway line to that later. Like uh, the first like actual murder, the guy doing the autopsy. That's the father of the girl in the wheelchair and the no wander. shit. Oh, oh I, that totally went Didn't over that together. because yeah. he lives out on a sort of a farm like the one. Yeah, the, the crazies that uh, Iowa movie that we did. Yeah. Um, but this oh. part was where he goes outside. 
he kind of gets like jumped. He shoots his own foot off. It was really impressive. Like so, the you, dog dies. The dog you gets get the dog pitchforked. Yeah, he gets he gets forked. Then he gets pitched out the building. Yeah, that and was then, great. And then it's kind of because the weird thing is that these attacks again we're unclear about how the incubus works because because these attacks happen so quickly they happen with people around like the yeah. one in the in, house in broad, in broad daylight yeah, yeah the sister is just in the other room but in the time it takes for her to wheel over to the bathroom you know you yeah. her sister's been murdered and attacked yeah but you have that great shot where they've mounted the camera under the wheelchair yeah and so the wheelchair really cool. comes to the door and you see under the, under door, the door you can see the body yeah, and that was like, cool. And the blood the second I went, this movie's actually good. Even the second I saw yeah. the girl in the wheelchair, I went, "Oh no!" Because yes. again, they can text right. chainsaw. I'm like, oh. if you have any person with a, a disability in a horror film, you know it ain't gonna be good." <laughs> like, <laughs> she was the last one, but she also doesn't make it. So it's um, and it happens. So I mean, I think I think the most sort of like violent one was was the um, the movie theater one. Oh Which yeah. Is also got I just want to say, oh, what, is, what was of, that scene? Like that was there's so. A, there's bizarre. a lot of doors falling on people too in this movie. <laughs> but yeah, the bad. So Tim is now distraught. He can't sleep because if he sleeps, he dreams, and if he dreams, bad things happen. Right. So he's running down the street. He bumps into the reporter. The oh yes, the reporter. Right, right. And he seemingly goes inside of a movie theater, which is showing a full-on live concert which is yeah so crazy. i was unclear i think they were watching it's cause that's like some some band that's a real band some british band i believe um that turned up but i think they're kind of watching a movie that is also like a musical performance if you know what i mean so i don't think they were performing live they're watching a movie some weird like it seemed experimental like movie live. that's also yeah. a music video at the yeah. same time in a pre-music video world yeah, like some, some like yeah. I didn't I didn't quite understand. What but then it just you know scene. it pans over to the audience and it's like a girl and a guy and she's like, I gotta go take a shit. So yeah, she, it's, like it's she, right <laughs> at the beginning of the movie. She's got to go to the bathroom. So yeah. it's the British band Samson, um, and that the vocalist, the guy that's singing. Um, some of you may have recognized uh, as future Iron Maiden vocalist Bruce Dickinson. So oh shit. <laughs> Oh, future, fuck. future rock star Bruce Dickinson right there but yeah so this girl Iron Maiden <laughs> yeah no does that do anything with your uh, AI <laughs> does it like a guitar oh, shit. Um, but yeah she goes downstairs to um, the grimiest women's bathroom oh, I've yeah. ever seen it, I was I mean, too I mean, distracted trying to read everything that was written that's what I was doing was reading all the yes. graffiti scares, like the one on the, the door to the right says not yet I'm still playing so I guess like it's just yeah. weird yeah <laughs> Okay, yeah, yeah. Still having a wank. <laughs> I still, and then the camera One of them said no thanks. It was very strange. Yeah, the camera always is in these scenes. It's like from the first person POV, which is kind of which is oh, really which is cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it's cool technique. Which is and very much like, like um like John Carpenter in like like uh, Halloween. He was actually right, considered right. to direct this movie as well. By the way. Oh shit. Oh man, that would have been fucking rad. Oh no, yeah. it's David Cronenberg. Sorry, David Cronenberg. But anyway. ooh, even better. Wow, yeah. that's Oof. well. Well, you would have seen full penetration, that one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's the it would have been a car and, yeah. you know. <laughs> but you're right, is the POV kind of goes in and then it, it sort of like... It appears over and I was thinking of like, because that scene also happens in... Um, Scary movie. Yeah, but uh, it was Detroit Rock City when then they fall. 
They follow oh, the yeah. thing. Or to a lesser extent, Harold and Kumar, where they're playing battle shits. <laughs> anyway, I was yeah. like, all I could think of was like, oh, this is going to be hilarious. And uh, it was not. It no. Was, uh, no. Fucking no. horrifying. But the thing is, right, so the, interesting. So there's some excellent camera moves. So like it, it followed her all the way down the stairs and sort of like into the bathroom. There's many sort of like shots where the camera like comes in and goes yeah. all the way into the scene. Some great camera moves. Very voyeuristic, yeah. But this yeah. one, that's what I mean. This is what I, it, it doesn't quite, like, I don't understand. Because we see she walks down, there are people in the foyer, there are people buying tickets, and she just goes past those six people and into the bathroom that's right there. And then an incubus <laughs> somehow comes yeah. in, attacks her. There's lots of screaming. There's lots of blood. There's lots of everything. But I'm like, there's four people right there. You know, so it's like these attacks seem to happen in the blink of an eye. And then the incubus is gone. But these, these people are messed up. They're murdered. They're bloody. It's horrible. Yeah. It's like it's. And that was the one where, you know, you got the bit where she's kind of holding on to the yeah. door. You yeah. see the nice. hands that grab her feet and like pull her. Oh, under, and they right? were scary. That's right. Yeah. That was the first time we'd seen anything about the Incubus. And it was almost like, was that a werewolf? <laughs> yeah. You don't, right. Yeah. Because this whole time, arms. even, you know, there's the, the scene in the library before, which we, which we, the library, Jesus, where the, the librarian, <laughs> she just like turns a corner. And the next thing you know, she like shoots through the shelf. Through the shelf. Clothes ripped off. You're like, what the hell just happened? It's crazy. Yeah. She wasn't even that hot. <laughs> Canceled. Yeah, that's true. It's like, oh, not even my type, right? That's the, that's the but line. You, but that's the way that shit is shot, like, you, you just don't see anything. It's just cuts of, like, things being thrown or she's being thrown. You don't see anyone actually attacking her. So you're still left to, like, wonder, what? who is doing this? Who is Who be incubin? Yeah. And it is. And that's the thing is, like, I was expecting it just, it plays it pretty well. Like I said, it's the horror element is done well. That again, like it's just distracting amounts of conversation about sperm. Yeah, it's like and then, it's, yeah, and it's not going to surprise you when I say this, but apparently John Cassavetes rewrote eighty percent of his dialogue. He's like, you yeah, know, he did sperm, sperm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he made he had a bet with someone. I bet I can get the word sperm into this movie sixty-seven times. <laughs> once you once you get into like the actual metaphysical shit of it, like the reading of the Necronomicon and all, like the the all the lore. Uh, that's when I was like, I don't care about this. Like mm-hmm. this is yeah. I kind of like the last thirty minutes of it. I was like, yeah, all right, sure. They, but, they, the ancient book. Well, I mean, like just in terms of like the the plot, because I knew where it was gonna go. Well, did you? Yeah. Did you know where it was going to go in the last 10 yeah. minutes? When that lady brings up a nice uh, can of Coca-Cola because her boyfriend's daughter is now sleepy, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Incubus. Well, that's the thing. So it's- Incubitch. <laughs> oh, that would have been such a better title. Incubitch would have been a great title. God damn it. That's much better. Um, so yeah, no, so it's as it's sort of going on that, yes, um, the Dr. John Cassavetes character starts kind of like, like flirting with and kind of like getting with yeah. uh, Kincaid, Kerry Keane's character, who also there was the jarring part where she's like looking at photos of his wife, um, who's super gorgeous as well, and she just mm-hmm. goes, "She dead?" You know, <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, she's dead." But no, she's in the room next door. Yeah, what do you mean? But there's a line too, like she's when they're in the car together, like when they when he first like finally opens up to her because they have this tenuous relationship because he's you know, investigate, he's investigating these murders and she's reporting on them. And he's like, Hey, you want to get a drink? And they go to the bar and she's like, I know about everyone in this town, even you. So wouldn't she fucking know that? Like his wife? Uh, yeah. Right. See, this is, this is stuff where I'm, I mean, like stuff must've been cut out. Cause there's, there's just too much that doesn't track and too much that just feels like, 
we don't have enough clarification on. Yeah, because no, it's, it's the last 10 minutes. It happens very quickly. So John Cassavetes decides he's going to take Tim, the kid that's having these dreams. Every time he dreams, somebody dies. And he's like, I'm going to induce a dream. And he tells the sheriff, someone's going to get raped tonight. And I'm like, this plan is fucking terrible. What are yeah, you doing? Is, You're just like, no, no, yeah. we're going to use all the women in this town as bait. Um, mm-hmm. it's, someone's going to get attacked, but we're going to figure out how this works. And what the cop's the like, no, nah, man, I like my job too much because the old lady, Mrs. Galen, whatever, she's she like, runs I, the I, town. I, I brought you into this world and I can take your job away from this town. Yeah, it was a weird something. sort of threat. What, what does that mean? That was yeah, so weird. Yeah. It was strange. Um, yeah. But like... Um, but no, it like, was, he just leaves. He's like, I'm out. Because what <laughs> yeah. this movie has is something that has been referenced on this podcast many times by Will and by Ryan, talking about the original ending of the movie Dodgeball, where the yeah. original ending <laughs> of Dodgeball is they lose, cuts to credits, the end. Now, this movie suddenly takes a turn. In the last <laughs> 10 minutes, we kind of find out, and again, I can't even remember because it's happening so fast, where we're getting this information that we find out that Agatha has adopted Tim because Tim's mom was a witch, and she was tortured. And so when he's having these visions, it's a throwback vision to his mother being tortured, but she was also raped by the Christians um, who were killing her. But it comes out that she died, she adopted him, but maybe he had a sibling. Turns out he did have a sibling, he had a sister. The sister is Kincaid, she is the incubus. And so in the last five minutes of the movie, Tim has a dream. It's his daughter. He goes upstairs and the movie ends with him hugging the incubus lady, looking over her shoulder and seeing the brutally raped and murdered body of his daughter. We get maybe two or three shots, just so we know, of blood or whatever it is pumping out of her. And then we go back to that shot of the eye credits. And I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> what what more do you need to know? Yeah. <laughs> well, this, he like before before that, like she the daughter and the reporter are upstairs in the room together. The door like bursts open and it's Tim. Mm-hmm. And he like rushes them and then the father stabs him with the incubus knife, right? Oh yeah, that's what he he's in it. So it's more like Tim had the knife, dad tackles him and he accidentally stabs himself. Okay, okay. So yeah, we, yeah. we kill the brother hug the now sister and realize that she's <laughs> just fucking, raped his daughter. Yeah, the plot dump, like in the last two minutes of this movie is wild. But you yeah. do get that flashback where you actually get to see the Incubus and it's pretty fucking hilarious. <laughs> incubus, if you, uh, if you read comic books like I do, the Incubus is the jackal from Spider-Man. It is literally the exact same look. Right. Everybody should go and look up this. Uh, this I was getting like Chupacabra vibes. Like just the, ja- the jackal. It, it's literally just the jackal. Um, which is uh, so I was just watching it. I'm like, that, huh. that's okay. Was, yep. Yeah. Will's right. Was, <laughs> it's just the jackal. That's all it is. I was thinking um, like wish.com, wish, wish, wish.com killer croc from Batman. The Animated Series. <laughs> yeah. It was it's very bizarre. Swamp it was silly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and for the amount of like effects they put on like that, that creature, like he's only in, you only see that like briefly once seven seconds. And you maybe. see the blur, like of the, incubus monster turning into the reporter lady and you're like oh that's how i know they're the same (laughs) this movie so yeah i mean it just fucking ends nothing it it just ends nothing's wrapped up um 
You don't know. I mean, is he going to go? Oh well, I guess I'll I'll just sleep with the incubus now. I mean, like. I mean, she's I, pretty hot. Like, yeah. <laughs> is it? It's that's the thing. It's such a bizarre, such a bizarre ending. Um, but a, but a, a progressive movie. ending. A movie that says women can be incubuses too. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. You know, there you go. It's equality. Really? <laughs> yep. Instead and let's not of forget being a succubus. Right. <laughs> the, now, what's the and, difference there? Yeah. Wait. It's a exactly that. Now, yeah. An incubus is a male sort of like demon that essentially just sucks the life force and attacks women, and the opposite. So, a succubus is a is a woman demon that sort of just controls a man, sucks the life out of them, and just you know, just it's it's the sounds like my ex wife, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> it is a. Uh, it's so this movie's. I would tell people though. I would say, I would say watch it. I would say watch it. It's it's pretty fucking hilarious. Like it's strange <laughs> and it's bizarre, yeah. but it's shot well. It is kind yeah. of creepy. It doesn't fundamentally make sense. Um, it, it, it. I I said to you guys, it felt it felt very adjacent to Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Yes, which yeah. is yeah. very that. just this very very niche, Actually, yes. very British thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that the. the the only real nerds outside of the UK, but I've got two of them on this podcast. Yeah. yeah it's one like of my favorite Garth, shows. Garth Marenghi's dark place. Uh, this is what that felt like. It felt shot yeah. like it. It's almost like it, Garth Marenghi's dark place is kind of like inspired by this kind of movie. Oh yeah. I, once yeah. you said that, I was like, Oh, I guess I'm watching that again. <laughs> yeah. This actually, this feels like one of Garth Marenghi's books. This feels yes. like not quite a Stephen King book, like not that good. Yeah. You know, somewhere uh, between Stephen King and Sutter Kane. And Sutter Garth Kane, Marini. yeah. Yes. It's, this, so this feels like something like at the start of a Garth Marenghi episode, he's like reading the Incubus, you know, like. Yes. Yeah, and then. Semen. And then the Incubus semen. was and a bits woman. Of, yeah. Bits of, bits of blood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Incredible oh, amounts of sperm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. This, it's great because it's fun. If you get into like, you know, the trivia bits of movies and stuff, like sometimes there's lots, sometimes there's not. Um, and sometimes it's great. Um, it's like uh, one of the facts, interesting facts. Again, we probably know this, but shot without storyboards. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> I, that's, that is actually pretty impressive considering how well this movie is filmed. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. That's the thing. It is. Yeah. Like, it's a good looking movie. It's definitely like very dark, very serious subject matter. But it's there's something so like very schlocky about it, but not schlocky in the way like the giant spider is like that definitely feels <laughs> no offense with <laughs> <laughs> not, not taken because we'll get into that um it's yeah it's it's schlocky but it's not the wraith schlocky you know right it's, it's like it's it's it not never, charming that's for sure it never no. commits to the schlock it's 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 horror it feels twilight zony it feels like in the mouth of madness it feels like it's so adjacent, like we've been saying, all these different things. It's, but it's never its own thing, I guess. No, yeah. It's the way you right sort down, of end up. Right down to like the score is literally just the Jaws theme and the Friday the 13th incidental music. Yeah. Just yeah. mashed together. And that's all mm-hmm. it is. Whereas, um, whereas with the giant, the great spider invasion or whatever it is, is like <laughs> they had like the five notes. It was the same notes that they'd play in Goldfinger. Dun, 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 dun. But it was uh, like, the spider actually playing a piano. Exactly. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. So it was eight notes then. Yes. <laughs> spider jokes. Um, would would I recommend this movie? Yeah, it's kind of a fun watch if you can get past all the semen. <laughs> 
just yeah just ways through all the season just, just glaze past that and uh <laughs> i think you'll have you'll have a fun time but yeah this is uh what a wild wild way to end this movie could you imagine being like being one of the three people to see this in the theater and then just ending like that and you're like oh man what what do i do with my life now yeah how how can a movie ever top this um it's so weird i do want to make mention though that end scene where he, where he goes and tackles tim um he tackles tim by ramming his head right into tim's ass and yeah that's how he takes it down i had to rewind it because i was laughing so hard <laughs> like, this is how he takes tim down. this guy could be an incubus it's like ah. when sweet d runs out of the shoe store and bashes her head into the the car yeah. door. I like that. Yeah. But that was him doing his own stunts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And writing his own script. Um, anything else? So yeah. So Will, would you say people should watch this movie? Um, not if you're getting ready to eat breakfast. Don't do that. <laughs> um, God, uh, just watch the whole movie. Like, uh, I don't feel good. Um, yeah, I guess it's worth checking out. I watched it on Tubi. Um, and, uh, that was fine. Yeah. I, if if you're not bothered by um, a movie that is ninety percent uh, sexual yeah. assault violence, um, then hey, you know, then it's the movie for you. Yeah, yeah. it's it's not a comedy, um, but it's also just yeah. weird. Uh, but in a yeah, in a way, it's bizarre. A, a you, you can way. see you can see a better movie like yeah. within it. Like like I said, there's definitely stuff that's cut out that maybe that made the movie better, but they were like we need to get this movie in and out of theaters. Yeah. There were six more sexual off. assaults. It's just, yeah. That's a, that's that really it. added to the story. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, exactly. It's just, it, it was far too much focus on the literal nature of, of the yeah. scene. It's just yeah. like, find other things to investigate guys. You know, like it's just make it a procedural, but it's like, you know, that's it's also a, not like a slash, like a typical slasher movie of its time. So I think that maybe that's why people were like, I don't like this. Like, I need like an actual yeah. shape that I can see that's killing. Like I just, none of this makes any sense. It's, it's too smart for its own good. <laughs> that's the thing that's never been said about this movie in the history of it. Um, yeah. But there is one more movie. Like Wisconsin was such a weird, such a weird week. I, I genuinely like, I, I was, especially cause I did a double feature. I did a double feature yesterday because I was behind. I've had a you very watched, week. You watched The Incubus twice. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Incubus and then The Giant Spider Invasion, which, mm. like all truly great movies on this podcast, is available for free on YouTube. And the crazy thing about it, it's only had like sort of like 300 views. <laughs> okay. Whereas like well, Stone Cold yes. was on YouTube, was it not? And it's, it's got a lot of views. Uh, the yeah, two million or something was yeah. on YouTube as well, um, but yeah, the giant spider invasion from from 1975, um, as Will was saying earlier, <laughs> is a movie that he'd seen many times on Mystery Science Theater 3000 before mm. actually watching the movie, and it is perfect. So this was a fun, fun watch. Yeah, this was like a sequel to them! Exclamation yeah. mark, um, which we did yeah. for New Mexico, yeah. I believe. If you liked them but hated the fact that there wasn't enough hillbilly incense, you are incest. You are going to love this movie. <laughs> yeah. If you wanted, if you wanted them with more grime, more incest, yeah. more hillbilly. Roger Corman's them. Yes. <laughs> this Fantastic. movie was crazy. It was, I think, um, 
I think it was you, Ryan, that said like you know you were watching it and it was like acting and set design and, and uh, just general production levels of a porn movie from uh-huh. the same time and the dialogue, yeah, yeah. And, and the dialogue and uh, the actors and it was and the spiders. Uh, I mean, it opens with some just truly, truly terrible special effects of of this. A meteorite. It's the opening of Predator. (laughs) (laughs) It is. It is. And the thing almost as well. Um, But yeah, this this meteor with incredible effects. Level of of Star Wars that came out just a couple years later. Um, I thought they were images from the Hubble. That's how amazing I thought they were. (laughs) So it comes down and hits hits the hits the planet. And um, I was describing to my missus, and I said essentially this meteorite lands in the backyard of the uh, the couple from the beginning of Men in Black. So yes. the Men in Black, yes. the, the, um, Vincent D'Onofrio and his wife, mm-hmm. it's the same house with the same truck with the same shot. Um, incredible oh, yeah. special effects That's true. of, of it, <laughs> yeah. the whole background. And you get this up. bizarre montage when that happens. Like it's pitch black there, but it cuts to different times of day. Like there's... a there's a guy in a motorcycle and it's broad fucking yep. daylight. And then there's a woman, the woman scientist who's just like got binoculars looking up at the thing. And then there's a B-52 and sure. then there's yeah. shots of NORAD and stuff. And that actually looked like you've got a, it looked like they got sort of documentary footage of it, from it the military. Absolutely. Of yeah. actual people yeah. in NORAD and an actual B-52. And then you've got a sort of cockpit. They don't show any crashes because that could, that would have cost too much. This thing had a budget of $300,000. Um, but I was actually impressed. I'm like, oh my god, they've got that. They've added some production value. But yeah, yeah. it was a very confusing thing because <laughs> because so much of this movie is confounding. Because I wish got- you would have seen like the stock footage watermark <laughs> in all, <laughs> all that would have made it so much more better. <laughs> Property of U.S. military. Yeah. <laughs> um, but essentially, is that we've got yeah many different sort of characters, but the sort of the main well not the main characters, but you've got uh, Robert Easton and Leslie Parrish as the Kesters. Um, so Robert Easton is a hillbilly that doesn't do his farm very well. At nights, goes off and spends his nights with a hooker. Mm-hmm. Um, his his Mrs. Ev is a full blown, hilariously horny alcoholic. Yeah, um, yeah. who's That's just awesome. her her entire like her entire character thing is alcoholism, and it only is revealed eighty minutes into this eighty minute movie. She's like. You know, oh, you've been like this since the baby died. Wait, what? Tragic backstory? So the the child died? Okay. Mm-hmm. That that would have been some interesting information to give us. Was it spider related? <laughs> <laughs> also, living with them is her younger sister? Sister, yeah. I think right? So. Yeah. Then, yeah. Who's like, dating like a guy? Some guy. Matter. Is it doesn't matter. Dave doesn't matter. or whatever? Doesn't matter. But like, yeah, he's he's and it's like the introduction is almost along the lines of that is that the drunk sister meets the boyfriend and is like, if I was a few years longer, I'd fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So her sister comes out and is like, hey, have fun. Just talking about how much I want to bone your boyfriend. Yeah. Cracks beer. Not again. I mean, yeah, she it's like, God, the alcoholism in this was hilarious. <laughs> oh, it's. There's a every shot. scene. It's she's, she's drinking. Drinking. It's like this house is just full of random booze. It's not like she's like she'll crack a beer. Like it cuts to the next morning, she just cracks open a fucking beer, um, and then the next scene, it's her pouring a bottle of vodka with some tomato juice into the blender. 
which is crazy. And then she's just, she's got a bottle of bourbon, like on their nightstand. This woman gets after it and I love her. I mean, she even yes. had that scene in tears where she's calling that person going, I don't have a drop of booze in the house. You've got to bring it yeah. in. And it's just one of those things that's sort of like accepted by the whole town. You've got yeah. the um, stupid, sexy sheriff who never buttons his shit up. So he's like this older sheriff, but it's always open to like down Hell yeah. Hell yeah, it is. Like sexy sheriff. He's just this Alan, guy Alan Hale bucks. could not be bothered to uh, get fully dressed um, and uh, and to ignore the camera. He's, he's oh, just yeah. looking down the barrel of the camera, shirt open, just slutting it up. Like, Let's, as only has, the skipper can. God, he's he does, great. He, he's always throwing out one-liners and it's funny because no one's really <laughs> laughing at them, which is great. No. But he's even being unhelpful cop on the phone and sort of like, because people like, yeah. you know, it's so great. My, my car doesn't work. Well, go to the mechanic. And it's like, yeah. my phone doesn't work. Okay, we'll get that fixed. He goes, what do you want me to do? I'm a cop. Yeah. And she, uh, she hangs up and he puts the phone down and looks right down the camera and goes, I wonder why she did that. And I'm like, did he just... Does like the what? Jim Halpert like smirk like, hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's like, did we just... <laughs> Break yeah, the I, I, I had to double take and I'm like, I hope this happens throughout this movie. Me too. And I was it, upset that it didn't. It and did also, not. is he, am I misremembering, is he the only cop in this town? He's the only According to this movie, I think so. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, well, unless there is another one that looks like him with a mustache, because later on, as he's sort of like engaging in battle <laughs> yes. and dies, whoever right. is playing him is not him and has a pretty obvious mustache that's suddenly grown on its <laughs> we face. We ran out of our, Wait, our am, Alan Hale budget. <laughs> am I thinking of this movie or The Incubus where the mayor of the town is the bald guy with the glasses and the mustache who is Morty from Meatballs, the camp director? <laughs> am I misremembering that? I think that was The Incubus. I'm even I'm even more confused. Um, <laughs> and it, this, the, the, this movie feels like we got enough money for one take and guys just make it up. Just make yeah, it that's exactly have a conversation what it about things. And like one of my favorites bit of like is that we get Alan Hale, the sexy sheriff, turns up to get his breakfast um, with the guy that works behind the bar. And one of the sort of the long running jokes is so it's played by Christian Schmidme, um, who was a German actress, fashion model, nude model and memoirist. And in this movie, she is the waitress and hooker. Hooker. Yeah. The town. Right. And so yeah. the introduction to her is he comes in, he goes, hey, you don't look so great. Were you up all night getting fucked? And uh, he's, I'm paraphrasing here. And she goes, yep, I was getting fucked by a logger. <laughs> it was like, all right. like <laughs> see you later. Yeah. Whores. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, that, I mean, again, a better movie if he would have just turned to the camera and had like little one-liners directly at, at the audience. Oh, yeah. break, break that fourth wall. Like make this, like really lean into it. <laughs> She's like yeah, a troubling right. amount of sperm. Um, <laughs> yes, incredible amount. I hung out um, with an incubus last night. Yeah, <laughs> but this movie gets going and gets weird so quick. Because oh, are you talking about the whole diamond heist thing? Yes, <laughs> diamond oh, harvest. So, like, so it turns out, so they go, like, <laughs> oh man, oh, I'm sorry, I'm having flashbacks to this movie. <laughs> yeah, it's just like he's like, I'm not going to go and investigate that massive explosion tonight. That's a problem for tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so. They yeah. sleep on it. Uh, they go investigating the next day. They find um, initially nine, then it was like 15 um, murdered cows. Yeah. And his plan is, what a dick. He's, He's a like, capitalist. No, I'm just no, going to no. butcher this and mm -hmm. sell it to the guy in town. She says, what if it's sick or something? Because it's not my problem. That's yeah. his problem. Yeah. Um, pure capitalism. This guy gets it. <laughs> but they come across where the, uh, the impact zone um, and uh, there's these sort of like small round things that are definitely not eggs. 
But um, once they crack open, I love that he's trying to crack it open. It falls off the table and they don't notice the fucking tarantula come out of yeah. it. But they are distracted yeah. by the fact that they are also filled with diamonds. So, and I love the fact that they're getting all these diamonds and so drunk misses is like, oh my God, we're going to be rich. And just like, you know. Oh my God. So annoy- annoying farm prostitute shagger is like, what do you mean we? <laughs> just, my farm, you dumb bitch. It's such a dick. But in order to capitalize on the the sheer wealth that he's about to come into he has to go to the uh town's local geologist slash, slash know, store rock owner guy yeah that is his cousin sure um and while he's there his cousin is like that young sister of your drunk wife sure is looking real mature and sexy maybe i should come by and have sex with her and he's and like, like, I know, I say that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's your nature. Like, I think, and then they had the weirdest scene when he does turn up. I know I'm jumping ahead, but she's yeah. inexplicably come out of the, ta- uh, the shower. She's inexplicably unbothered by the fact that he's seeing her topless. And mm-hmm. then they have the weirdest scene of, well, we're not cousins, but like maybe we could be kissing cousins. And it's like almost like the idea of it being incestuous is almost a turn on to them. And like Ryan's yeah. face like now is exactly the face that everyone is making during this. Yep. What is it's, what is happening? It's so hot. No, but there, then you get the, <laughs> the scene yeah. before with with Dutch when it's just him and his Plaff's sister where they have this like weird dialogue. And then he it ends with him threatening to spank her and then he like comically chases her around the table and the scene just ends like what the fuck man yeah yeah so uh, so, uh, so wisconsin you've got some explaining to do yeah like well, <laughs> so but what i do like is so you know this thing's been caught it's been a little mysterious so nasa sends one person and they've always got the joke of you from nassau like no yeah. nasa like, <laughs> and then he goes national air and space me like let's read out the entire acronym you're from bahamas like, yeah the one yeah um, but you've got, and so you've got the, like I said, we've established some characters. One is the guy that crashed a bike inexplicably that also blew up inexplicably. And that guy ends up dying. And, and the, mm-hmm. the farmer gives, puts him in a shallow grave and covers him with some leaves. Cause he doesn't want to get in, involved in that. But we've also been introduced to the astronomer, this, um, played by, um, Barbara Hale, who's giving this speech early. She's doing very well. She knows she's giving us, showing us that she's very smart, but the combination of this NASA a woman scientist and this female <laughs> scientist, they get together and they do a little bit of investigation and they just, you know, and they go, you know what this is? Yeah. This is a gravitational field. And what this Wormhole. is, the miniature yeah. black hole and this black hole is now on our planet because there are black holes everywhere. And it's creating a gravitational shift that is connecting us with a parallel dimension. And it's now a doorway for spiders to come through. And they're both like, mm-hmm, yep, clearly. Yeah. And as a, as a viewer, you're like, going, yeah, yeah, sure. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But as Christopher <laughs> Nolan, you're like, oh. <laughs> I know. Has he seen this movie yet? This is uh, this is gonna blow his mind. Um, in, yeah, incest stellar. That's what it's called. <laughs> that's what Somebody was missing that from Interstellar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. That's God. That um, I'm scared to even search. That might already be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> There's the T-shirt, and that's the promo. Subscribe, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Incest, Stella. That's all I'm ever going to think of it now. Um, because yeah, that's exactly how I would describe this movie. It is a really low-budget Christopher Nolan. It has incest, and it's stellar. <laughs> yeah. No, the whole like the whole the whole wormhole. Again, I mentally like tuned this out halfway through because I was like. Where are the goddamn spiders? Right. But you get like sprinkling throughout. There's like just cobwebs. Like there, whenever someone walks through a doorway, there's like, oh, there's yeah, there's they're like, oh. There's and then web. people start like stamping on small ones. Yeah. And they just like little spiders everywhere. They're flicking yeah. them off tables and stuff. Yeah. But you never see any sure. of them. It's all just sort of implied. And then you've got yeah. more and more tarantulas stuff. Just tarantulas, around. yeah. And then mm-hmm. suddenly it's just, again, it's no, it's not even like, <laughs> Suddenly we've got one massive medium-sized one, and then you've got this really... I'm going to give credit to this movie. <laughs> gigantic. Absolutely gigantic. Now, apparently it's mounted on a Volkswagen Beetle or something yeah. like that. No. Um, and it's got, like, legs. But they do these great long shots. They do these, like, crowds running away. They always use things to block it so you can never quite see the car. Oh, yeah, when, it's, when they're at, like, the fair, right? It, yeah, you see that, like sea of people, and it's it's, it's almost it's like they're going, just carrying it. Yeah, yeah, it's just going up and down like this. That's just great. It worked it's, for me. I thought it was. It starting. looks like a parade float. Like yeah, I was just yeah. cracking up. That's it all it is. Just well, as it the, dries, all the legs. Well, when when Ev the drunk dies, it's great. They just drop like a toy on her. Yeah. Yes. It it looks like it weighs about ten. We we always say, you know, on this podcast that practical practical effects are way better, and this is an instance where we were wrong. <laughs> yeah. So so wrong. No, I disagree. I disagree. I mean, I'm yeah, some of them suck. Yeah. But um but yeah, no, they've got real spiders, they got real real um real tarantulas around the place and stuff. And once it starts just like winding up and becoming just ridiculous is when we get like like I said, the giant spider, now it's just wandering around. And I love the fact that it's like still in this situation of there being a black hole, parallel universe. Massive spiders invading. Mm-hmm. The guy from NASA hasn't called the government. <laughs> like, no. It's more like, we, we can deal with this. This is like, yeah. you know, we, let's just deal with this. I've we got the best with- sheriff in the business on my side. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and as this movie spiders. goes on, like more yeah. and more buttons become unbuttoned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just gets sluttier throughout the whole movie. <laughs> now he's greased up for some reason. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why, why do you need a government? It's, it's only giant spiders. Yeah. It's not like it's giant yeah. ants, you know, and it's, it's just like, Wisconsin. They come up yeah. with this, this theory about using a neutron device. And so he kind of calls his God. body and he's like, Hey, hey uh, yeah. we need a, we need a neutron device. Uh, we're going to load it onto a helicopter and, uh, Hey, that neutron device doesn't work we're gonna be breakfast tomorrow anyway cool see ya yeah. and it's just like he's like he's not even like why oh there's giant spiders yeah. eating everybody it's, like, it's more like just send this over so we can yeah. prevent the end of the world why no it doesn't matter it doesn't matter yeah. Okay, 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 bye, bye, bye. yeah <laughs> well this happens so much in this universe right. where there's some yeah. giant insect infestation somewhere that just, they have neutron devices on standby yeah i wonder <laughs> if this was like the last great large insect movie before like ruined they're like we can't do this anymore no one wants to see giant insects <laughs> there was a national fund yeah. set up to like yeah. fund giant uh insect movies mm-hmm. by this point that national fund had run out yeah so. big spider went hasn't been replenished since right this movie this didn't point. have much like the movie then did where it's goes into the i don't know if ornithology is the right word but like the history of that insect, like what what motivates right. it, and this this one doesn't have that. It's just like oh shit, giant spideys. And it's yep. it's it's shot 
so badly. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just, I mean, there, there, there are so many scenes in this movie that take place in almost complete darkness. Um, yeah. my fi- one of my favorite jokes, I'm not going to bring up too many jokes from the mystery science version, but one of my favorites is at one point they're like, Oh, they're shooting night for night here. Yeah. I like the bit where, where the, uh, the scientist and, and the astronomer are wandering around and then suddenly the big spider kind of comes over the top. Oh, they roll <laughs> and, and they roll down the hill. The way they roll down the hill. <laughs> they just oh my tumble God. over each other. They fall yeah. over each that other. That was really funny. Yeah, it was, I was like, that's, that was the, the, the pratfall quite literally of that situation. Was yeah, just, he, it's, so, it's like it's, she tries to get back up and he's like, no, 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 we're still falling. And he just like knocks her down. Again. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the heroes great. of the movie, by the way. Yeah. Those yeah. are our... Those are our protagonists. That's what I'm saying, man. A women can't be scientists. Unexplained relationship because later on he calls her yeah. honey. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. He's, he's getting to, and he's like, he's like, look, honey. Well, that's just how you refer to women in movies. Back right. Back. <laughs> yeah. What do you, what do you, what do you think he was going to say? You bitch. Was <laughs> <laughs> he you call her by her name? <laughs> what, this oh, is the God. 70s. Don't be ridiculous. Come on, tough guy. There's a director's <laughs> cut of this movie. Ooh, oh hell yeah! <laughs> Will's like, I've got it right here. It was released yeah. on Blu-ray in 2015, so I've got it right go. here. <laughs> it was because it was kind of fun watching on YouTube because there were certain bits where the, the resolution is so low. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Like I, I think that says astronomy on the door. I can't really tell. And there was one whole scene that plays out where I think the camera was out of focus. Where it's like, oh, it's, of course, they're yeah. in this, they're in the town and stuff like that, but. This also, yeah, this movie definitely also feels like um, guys were shooting in town. Um, anybody that wants to be in the movie, just come on by. Yeah. And you just mm-hmm. got crowds running around. You've got like yeah. the baseball game. I like that, you know. And then you've got the, again, the giant spot. Yeah. <laughs> just, like the the, just like the crazies. So <laughs> just is. like the crazies. It's just like the crazies. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's the thing is it's, um, they've, they are shooting this. This is pure Wisconsin. It's shot oh, in yeah. Wisconsin by a guy that ran for governor of Wisconsin, featuring people of Wisconsin shooting in their <laughs> towns. It's like it's like Wisconsin's um, high school movie project. Yeah, it's like the state got together and go, we're gonna make a, like it's it's gonna be our, our magnum opus. Is uh, <laughs> aim aim higher? <laughs> yeah, the only way it could have been more Wisconsin is if Brett Favre was in it. Like yeah, that's the only thing. All these movies have a shocking lack of cheese. <laughs> that is, well, it's growing on them as like you know in between takes. That's like, Amanda. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure, sure. <laughs> so there's a bit like um, there's a bit later on where the where the, the spider kind of just randomly catches fire. It's never fully explained how they did that. They just but not yeah. before it eats fucking Dutch in the most gross. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it, it sucked it up through its butthole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Were, again, I, I like that when when people were getting uh, getting eaten. Um, so I was reading about this one. This kind of like boils down, the, I guess, how the movie was being made. Um, but the film was supposed to include a shot of a big spider and tree bursting into flames. The director covered the spider with gunpowder and had two crew members <laughs> sit above it in the tree to drop. Oh <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, wow. Okay, that's amazing. That's the most Wisconsin thing I've ever heard. The director got the camera up to very high frames per second to achieve slow motion, had them drop the first match. Nothing happened. So they drop a second match, 
Still nothing happens. So they lit the entire book of matches, drop it on the spider, nothing happens. Director turns off the camera just as the spider explodes. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> so oh, no. burning the hair off several crew members and starting a small brush fire. And the director was furious he wasn't able to get the shot. That kind of reminds oh. me of the most famous shot from um, um, Forrest Gump. Where he's running away from Vietnam. From the giant Vietnam, spider. Yeah. Massive giant spider. <laughs> and there's that huge explosion. Oh, yeah. That napalm and, shot. And they, they set it all up. They get it ready to go. Everyone's thinking, got it. Camera's rolling. Get it. Let's do it. And Robert Zemeckis was in a porta potty taking a shit and missed. He was. Everyone was like, we did everything but notice that the director wasn't there. So, like, he missed it. He missed the massive. He comes out and goes, what was that? <laughs> oh, we did the shot with. Oh, oh. my God. Who called action? You know? Aww, but I love the smell of napalm in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, the vehicle was driven. So the the oh my god, the giant spiders are mounted on Volkswagen Beetles, but the vehicle was driven in reverse with its tail lights acting as the creature's red eyes. Yes. Oh, this movie. This movie's is awesome. Amazing. Best giant spider since Wild Wild West. <laughs> I'd say better. I'd say yeah. better because at least this wasn't, you know. Well, I was about to say this wasn't dreamed up by a crazy person, but never mind. <laughs> the director of this movie did put poured gunpowder on a. Hey, you're talking fire. about you're talking about our mayor, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> governor, right? Yeah. for governor. Put some respect um, on the name of what's his name again? Up. <laughs> yeah, Governor yeah. Alan Hale Jr. <laughs> yes, Bill. Remain. He our little buddy. Oh, um, I was so upset he didn't say refer to anyone as little buddy in this movie. I kept waiting for it too. He did at the very beginning. He just the uh, what's his name bland guy or whatever came in. He's like, "Hi, oh, sure." He? he goes, "Hi, little buddy." Yeah. Oh yeah, and, and he winks at the camera. Yes. <laughs> Alan Hale did not care. He got oh, his man. paycheck, and he's like, "All right, you got me for two yeah. days." You know, you only paid me for one little buddy. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, some combination of a neutron device being dropped on the black hole which is a tiny black hole, um, then is then sure. triggered by a flare, sets the spider on fire, but then melts the spider in a very sort of gremlins-esque way. Mm. <laughs> you know, towards the end, it's that amazing bit, the way Stripe melts, yeah. gremlins, and it becomes gross. Then, yeah, the spider just melts, and, um, and then, yeah, it turns into a part of goo, and then we get another ending. Credits. Yeah. Like, you would, with yeah. two movies, you would it just go at the end. <laughs> You would think they could have just rigged up like a giant magnifying glass and just. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would have been fucking funny. Just a tremendous raid. Yeah. Can. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's like some Mel Brooks shit. Yeah. <laughs> Give me that. That's better movie. Yes. But I will. I mean, not not going to lie. This movie is so fun. So fun! So I enjoy yeah. shit out of watching it. It's terrible. But I, I was. I wish our schedules could have aligned better this week, where we could have watched some of these movies together. At least this one, mm -hmm. maybe the Incubus. But oof. But this yeah. was a this was a giggle was because fun. of it. Because it just yeah. seems to be it's so schlocky and so. Yeah, chilly. people having a bit of fun. And what's the plot? Doesn't fucking matter. Um, you know, it does like, seem like such a student film. You it know, does. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look down the fun. barrel, make a joke. No problem. Like, let's joke about how she's a prostitute. It's like you know, <laughs> let's just explain it as a black hole. Cool, done. Let's get the whole town out. Like you said, we'll build a parade yeah. float. We'll get all the kids to take part. I bet. Oh wait, I bet all of these kids. You know, they're now grandparents or something, you know, telling the story about, oh, mm -hmm. I was in that movie. That's me. That's me running away. You know, it's like, 
it just seems like it brought the community together. Yeah, it's it's the movie that made uh, back braces sexy. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that came I, up a I, lot I, in this movie. I love that actor. Uh, God, wasn't Robert? I think uh, Robert, Robert Easton. 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 He, uh, fantastic. I love that maybe dude. the best part of this movie. Oh yeah, and, and like I was telling you, he's he's in another. Sorry, one second. He's in another mystery science movie called Touch of Satan, where get this, you're not going to believe this. He plays a hillbilly. Uh, <laughs> wow. I guessed. Dude, um, but he's in Star I, Trek VI: The Undiscovered Country. As he the sure is. <laughs> as he the is. on judge, where he just screams, yep. "Get out of my undiscovered country!" <laughs> <laughs> he kind of does. Yeah. <laughs> Klingon, undiscovered country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He uh, he has my favorite line in this movie, which is, "You've been hitting the booze again." Yeah. <laughs> you, you when does she stop? All the time. <laughs> yeah. Also, just probably not going to be surprising to you. He's also in the Beverly Hillbillies movie. Whoa. Um, and also has, stormed the Capitol. As classy gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has an incredible filmography. It yeah. is huge. It dates all the way back to 1949. Um, doing all kinds of, of all kinds of movies, to be quite honest. I mean, he's in primary colors, which is that John Travolta 1998 Mike Nichols movie, mm. Merchants of Venice in 1998. Um, Pet Cemetery 2, Working Girl. I mean, like, yeah. So, I mean, he was like, the working girl, yeah. He's in the original Peach Dragon as well. So, like, yeah, this guy, he worked, like, he had a very familiar face. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he was, yeah, he was quite fun. Like, He'll always character. be Dutch to me. <laughs> <laughs> bitch. <laughs> but, like... Yeah. This it's a it's a movie where they just let's do this let's do that maybe this will work maybe that will work who cares let's edit it together bish bash bosh put it together with some yeah. tape and we'll bang it up on TV yeah and now they they still famously show this movie in Wisconsin right like that's well, yeah but, so you were saying something about it so is that is that true I think I think I was reading because that mystery science theater got so popular they screen this now like in Wisconsin. So here yeah. we go, like, Bill Rabane. That's definitely how people know this movie. So it's yeah. the guy, so Bill Rabane, the guy that directed it, there's the Bill Rabane Film Festival. Took place in <laughs> Madison, Wisconsin in May 2005. Uh, it was hosted by the um, Mystery Science Theater 3000 stars. I remember um, hearing about this, yeah. God, he's... Did you go? No, I didn't <laughs> go. But they're also from the Midwest, so like mm -hmm. this is like... I, I think one of the hosts, Mike Nelson, I think he's from Wisconsin. Oh, so oh my God, this is, yeah, that's right. This is like the OG cast, right? Yeah, this, yeah, there's yeah. some great stuff here. There's some great stuff here. So Rebane remarked that he wasn't sure how much how the movie became popular, saying it wasn't here until it became a cult classic. Um, stated the movie grossed millions of dollars over the past 35 years, but he never saw a fraction of that money, calling it one of the most pirated movies in history. It is on YouTube for free. <laughs> um, um, he's proud. I mean, like he's proud of the impact that the movie made for the city of Merrill, Wisconsin. Um, but a film historian found shells of the two 30-foot spiders with the intent of restoring them. But in 2013, one of them was stolen by Rabane. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hell yeah. 
that's the picture most Wisconsin some, thing I've ever heard. some kind of like OJ Simpson chase scenario where he's just going on the way in the spider. In the Volkswagen with yeah. the little legs yeah. getting yeah. yeah. <laughs> And the cops are just walking after him. Yeah. Like, Bill, doing, bring it back. Yeah, come on. You'll so, never take me alive, bitch. This movie is only 84 minutes long. Um, its budget was 300000 Depending on who you asked, either made $15 million or $2.3 million. But as it's been also said, I don't think anybody saw any of that money. It's no. just one of Spiders those. Spiders made off of all of it. Ooh. It's one of those things that you should, if you're listening or watching this podcast, if you're watching the podcast, you can open a tab right now on YouTube and just Google it and you can find it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, you can watch the Mystery Science Theater 3000 version. There's other podcasts that have done like a two-hour version where they're talking about the movie as well. It's just one of those things you should see. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's not an Oscar winner or anything like this. Get together with your buddies. Um, if you're in a state that does it, roll some joints, uh, get some drinks together, just sit there with yeah, your it's, Yeah, for sure. And, and I might uh, have people over later to watch it again. Just have yeah. a good time because it is it is bizarre, it is strange, it is funny, it is weird, it is original, it is bonkers. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is <laughs> at the same time so much fun. Yeah, I, and definitely I definitely. Definitely watch it the way it was intended to be watched, which is being as drunk as the wife in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, drink everything fun drinking she game. drinks. Yes, that's yeah. the drinking game. Whatever she drinks in this movie, you drink it at the same time and as fast yeah. as she does. Have your cousins over. You will over. die, but it will be good. <laughs> Have your, yeah, get your kissing cousins over, things like that. Get, yeah. get call, your rock, call your rock guy. <laughs> Get your back brace and have a great Italian. <laughs> the other drinking game in this one was what um, Ryan texted, which was strange to me until I started watching The Incubus. But he goes, take a shot every time someone mentions sperm. If that was true, you'd be dead. The movie's yeah. only 90 minutes long. You'd die by minute 40. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you'd be long gone. <laughs> <laughs> the, thing is, the thing is, guys, that... We have to pick which one of these movies is the most Wisconsin. I already know. I what it think is. it's a I, I think we know. shut <laughs> yeah. case. Yes. It's it Thank is not this. even close <laughs> for the other movies. Because while you've got the great outdoors, which is shot in, in California, and they do do the Wisconsin beer thing. They put a little bit of that and they do mention Wisconsin. The Incubus was shot in Ontario. It is technically in Wisconsin, but never really mentioned. Never. It's before. never mentioned. But yeah, never brought up. The giant spider invasion is shot by a guy that ran for governor of Wisconsin. It is set all over Wisconsin. It stars Wisconsinites throughout this movie. And it is still today legendary in certain parts of Wisconsin for being this piece of shit movie that is just what it is. Guys, I don't even think there's a debate. This is maybe the first open shot. I think for once, yeah, Yeah. the first time we're all in agreement. Yeah, it's, had yeah, you if you asked me to predict at the beginning before watching <laughs> these movies, never would I have thought that all three of us like, yep, yeah, the great spider no. invasion. Yep, I, no, it always yeah. comes down to like the like I said, we say the I think the order in which you watch these films is pretty important sometimes. Um, and I'm glad I, I did the Great Outdoors first, then the Incub. Then I already forgot what I did. What was the other two movies? The, the Incubus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did the. I don't remember. I, I, don't remember I, did, I did the Great Outdoors. I did uh, Incubus, I did the giant spider invasion, and I think that's uh, right. the way to do it. Um, yeah. Because it was... <laughs> but not before breakfast. Not, not but no. before oh. breakfast. Um, that is probably the way to watch one, it. Save that one for dessert. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You sick fucks. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, 
I, I watched, you know, The Great Outdoors and Incubus last night. I've seen Giant yeah. Spider Invasion so many times. So. Yeah, you keep saying that. Yeah. <laughs> Just, For the listener at home, Will is, Will is part spider. <laughs> I felt really close to this movie. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, watching this movie, uh, you, you can't help it. Like cheese curds it's, will just appear in front of you. That's how so Wisconsin charming. this movie is. It's so there's some char- there's just a charm about it, you know. That yeah, the Incubus does not have that charm. It's it no. takes itself far <laughs> too seriously, and it is like very heavy subject matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Great Outdoors is just it, it, it is a classic for a reason. But as far as the most Wisconsin movie goes, yeah, I think I'm it's can't be. I mean, it's. You and everybody at home should take the time to watch it. Yeah. You've got 80 minutes of your day. It's lo- it's like it's just yeah. basically an episode of television. It is it is so fun and so so, so much so that uh, next season we're just going to skip over Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, because the official movie here you go. I heard it here first that here on the United States of the official movie to represent Wisconsin for all time probably is uh, the Giant Spider Invasion from 1975. You can find it right now, available on YouTube for free because no one gives a shit about this movie <laughs> except all the people that love it for the cult classic that it is. But. That does want me to get into kind of what Ryan is saying is the also rounds for Wisconsin. There wasn't an incredible amount to choose from. And even yeah, then, yeah. you know, you get into something like the Incubus, which is technically because you can find a couple of websites that say it's fit in Galen, Wisconsin, but there's nothing to really say it. There yeah. were other things. I mean, I know we talked about the lake house because I do want to see <laughs> so far. I've heard funny things about it, but a lot of them were just like non-specific Wisconsin. There are movies like um, Basketball. Uh, it's even like Major League and stuff like that because it um, a league of their yeah. own because they happen to be in that like um, in they pass through Wisconsin. I think right. movie, Lars and the Real Girl was a movie I've been wanting to watch, mm. but I couldn't find specifically about if- the the Sylvester Stallone movie Fist. <laughs> Starring Rod Steiger. Um, <laughs> there was like yeah, public enemies, but that again, that's not Wisconsin. It just happens to right. have a scene there and things like right. that. So Wayne's World. So there was like, this is public enemies. Like, there, there wasn't like a massive, it's, it's the interesting thing about doing this podcast is there are some states that it's just, you're drowning in movies. There's mm-hmm. too many. But then you've got things like this, which is like, we've got one or two, you know? The yeah. Sam Raimi or, uh, same Remy. Uh, the simple plan comes up. Yeah, that's is it, that's not Wisconsin though, is no. it? I hope it's in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, because that's the one I've been holding in my pocket for Minnesota. But there's I, one called Space Cop. <laughs> I haven't. Oh, seen that's simple that's plan. the Red Letter Media guys. That's uh, their movie. What um, about Transformers: Dark of the Moon, famously set in Minnesota? <laughs> <laughs> there's okay. Silent the Night, moon. the 2012 slasher. Like Santa, oh, the, the remake of the yeah. So that's set in the small town of Cryer, Wisconsin. Um, that's chain, re- Reeves so- chain reaction. No, I that? I was gonna pick Back to School because it is shot at that University of Wisconsin, but I don't think it's oh. a very Wisconsin movie, though it is one of my favorites. So I think yeah, next oh, time around it's gonna be a tricky, a tricky. I, I, hopefully there'll be a giant spider invasion too. Um, Incubus 2, still Incubusing? (laughs) Incubus 2, a man Incubus? (laughs) But it's like, uh, yeah, there's, um, I'll be interested. I'll be interested. Like, Wisconsin, you are a weird state. I'm going to give you this. 
Like uh, the fact that, uh, but I also like you because you you teamed together as a state and you made the giant spider yeah. invasion, and that's it. You're you like, do guys, not give a fuck. Yeah, we've done it. We've created the ultimate Wisconsin movie. Yeah. Um, you know, this, if only the guy had run for governor and won. Oh, you know, man, that that would have been the ultimate on a, on a platform of spiders. <laughs> <laughs> spiders for everyone. Yeah, Wisconsin is like. Um, is the fun drunk of like your group of friends, yeah. like somebody who's like, they're a mess, you know, they're yeah. drunk all the time, but you know what? Yeah. They're not problematic. Just, they don't no. start fights. It's just, just a party every just time. Just a little bit racist, just a little bit just incesty. A, a, a little, little a little. Yeah. But in the funny way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Casual incest. Wisconsin is like, is, uh, is personified um, by the, the, the drunk lady from Giant Spider Invasion. Yes. Oh, you're yeah. a bit fun. Yes. You're a bit horny. You're a bit mm-hmm. cute. You're a bit drunk. <laughs> and worth I think she's every- under state flag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. And worth every quarter. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. We oh, must man. mention that moment where the hillbilly has once again spent the night with his prostitute friend. And this is this is after he's come across like a sea of diamonds. So yeah. in his yes. mind, he is shockingly wealthy. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Sorry. He's, he's, yeah, no, exactly. And so he's even brought the diamonds with him. She gives the diamonds back and he tips her 25 cents. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it is 20 cents more than he normally tips her. So, <laughs> and adjusted for inflation, that's 30 cents. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, not the, just the tip that she was talking about. Like, but that's just mm. boiling down. His character is like, that's what this movie is. It makes a joke out of him tipping a prostitute a quarter. Yeah. God yep. bless this movie and God bless Wisconsin. Capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> the capital spider. So, yeah, I think this has been one of those sort of strange weeks, a very strange week, uh, one that I very much enjoyed. I think it's only going to get stranger because we've got such a fascinating um, list of, uh, of, of states to go. So we're going to cross out Wisconsin with a little star next to it for weirdest states so far. You crazy, crazy people, which means we're going to decide where we're going next week. I'm going to go the the same random approach that we went last time. I'm going to mix it up. I'm doing circles. Okay. Okay, which one am I closest to? Oh, okay, good. I've been wanting to do this one. West Virginia, ladies and gentlemen. We go to West Virginia uh, next week, or I think I've got a movie for this one. I think there's going to be lots of coal movies uh, when we get into it. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, get your thinking caps on, guys. I want you to think about West Virginia. Ryan, enjoy watching the giant spider invasion. Hell yeah. And for everybody at home, I tell you, this is some homework. I want you to watch that movie and I want you to reach out and I want you to tell us what you think about the giant spider invasion. It was a bonkers time. You can find me online as Ollie Petscrew or that Englishman in Texas. You can find Will on TikTok and Instagram as entitled Willennial. You can't find Ryan because that's just the way that Ryan is. Um, But he does like to create insane, fun t-shirts and movie posters and things like that. And you can find that um, on his threadless.com slash Rhino Digital, R-Y-N-O Digital. He's also got an Etsy store and stuff like that. So he sells all kinds of stuff and it's really fun. Um, but I want you to find us on our Facebook page, The United States of a Movie, on our Reddit, The United States of a Movie, and let us know what you think of the giant spider invasion. What are the things that we didn't talk about? I mean, there's just, that, that movie was wall-to-wall bongers. Will, thank you so much for bringing it into our lives. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you're welcome. Was, that, was, that was great. It was great to share this 
this little yeah. part of my soul and my history Hell with yeah. all of you guys. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, so, oh, the state that we're heading to next week will yes. be West Virginia. If you're listening to this podcast and you don't already follow us, do that. Follow us, rate us if you can. That would help. Share us with a friend that loves movies as well. So you might like to enjoy us, you know, get together and listen to it. If you're watching us on YouTube and you haven't, subscribe, drop us a comment, jump in the comments and let us know. Hit the little notification bell as well. That'll be great. Um, But until then, Will, thank you so much. Ryan, thank you so much for, as always, your fantastic observations and jokes. Uh, So from me, Will and Ryan, thanks again, once again, for watching this episode of the United States of a Movie podcast. (laughs) 